This program on AM 1170, The Answer, is sponsored by Allied Media Group. You're listening to election coverage on AM 1170, The Answer, live from the Tradeway Election Central booth. All right. Good evening. Welcome and thank you for tuning in for live coverage down at Golden Hall. I'm your host, Craig Sewing. Of course, joining me, the Andrea K. Dynamite and Address. Good to have you here as well. Hey, it's going to be a dynamite night. I'm excited to be here. It is. And you you look dynamite. Oh, thank She's you. got the uh, the flashy red on. And uh, speaking of visuals, we have a it's an empty crowd right now because the public can come in here at seven o'clock tonight. But what's really cool about being at Golden Hall for these events is just looking around and the, the preparation that goes in. You have all these other stations from news, TV, radio, all in one big circle. And pretty soon this place is going to be full of a lot of people. Hopefully they all voted today. And uh, we'll be doing three hours? Yeah. All right, three you hours. Think we, you think we can chat for three hours, you and I? Uh, they got coffee on the way. And, you know, we got a little help. We got Dale Hendry, our fearless leader from KCBQ. I think this is the first time I've ever been able to pull Dale into a show. You're going to be able to tell from his accent. He's from uh, good old Texas. Dale, good to have you on the show as well. Hey, thanks, Craig. It's my first time here at Golden Hall, my first year for an election in San Diego. And I was excited about coming down here and seeing how the layout was going to unfold. Uh, it's quite impressive. I think it's going to be a nice night tonight. It, I want to say the calm before the storm, but it just even with nobody here. I mean, there's obviously some people here, but it doesn't feel calm. You know, doesn't there feel like an energy that yeah. is just ready? There's a there's an excitement, and in spite of the fact that people have been saying that, with the announcement that Hillary has won the nomination, and then Trump was declared the presumptive nominee a couple of weeks ago, people were like, "Oh, California is going to be kind of a kind of a non-event." Not so. You can right. feel the excitement here in Golden Hall, and it, it's not even open to the public yet. The polls are still open till eight o'clock, actually, right. here in California. And there's, an, in addition to the presidential race, we've also got a lot of other local races and statewide races as well as propositions. And we're going to be covering it all here tonight. Yeah, we're going to be we? pulling some people in. I know we got some guests lined up that are that are running for. Congress. I think uh, uh, Denise Gitsum will be here at around 6.30. Of course, we're bringing Elhoff in. We, we got runners. We're going to be just basically yeah. grabbing people by their suits and pulling them up here. And certainly we'll keep you up to date on everything happening with the election itself. Mm-hmm. And you think around 8 o'clock, we should really start to see a lot of this come to fruition? Right. Well, actually, in seven o'clock, at 7 o'clock our time, the New Jersey results are going to be in because today is not all just about California. Actually, New Jersey right. went to the polls today. And I, there was even a lot of people that said they were going to go and vote for Ted Cruz. So it'll be <laughs> It'll be interesting to see um, how many of the actual non-candidates got votes today. So, yeah, we're going to give an eye to, to New Jersey. Why not? Our polls are still open here. Yeah. So we've talked a lot about this national election on the Craig Sewing Show. And I know you've done it on the Andrea K. Show right. with KCBQ. And, you know, it's been this this election's had its ups and downs, right? Mm-hmm. There, it's There's certainly moments of it that have been pretty troubling. I know that a lot of people are disengaged. Uh, but you know what? It, it is as far as I'm concerned, one of the most fascinating elections that we've ever seen. People love Trump. They hate him. And you could say this about a lot of the candidates, but Trump has certainly been, I would say, the biggest surprise uh, since this whole thing started. And we had 17 GOP candidates. It's very surprising to believe that we are sitting here and Donald Trump is the 
presumptive nominee for the Republican Party, and it obviously looks like Hillary Clinton is going to be as well on the other side. Of course, I know Sanders isn't too happy about that right now. We'll see how that whole thing plays out. But nonetheless, it's been a really fascinating election, has it not? Well, I, when you when you started saying it was a surprise that Trump got the nomination, I'm trying... Here comes our really, first argument of the night, I folks. Know, here right? comes and we got th- isn't even here We yet. got three hours... And this is our first one. Well, should it have really been a surprise? Because did we not know after the 2014 elections in which the majority of Americans gave control, gave the majority to the Republican Party specifically to deal, repeal and replace Obamacare, specifically because of the open border situation and the executive orders and uh, President Obama's overreach, and then the Republican Party did nothing? Did it not signal clearly the outrage from the voter base that they were done? fed up with the Republican Party and that they were looking for an outsider. They were looking for somebody who was not from within the Beltway, who was not a career politician, who says one thing on the campaign trail, promises the world, then turns right around and delivers Des Moines. You know, and that's what's so interesting about the whole thing. In my own personal opinion of Trump, when I first saw him get into the race, it it never registered to me as someone who even could possibly have a chance I thought it was more of a, a PR stunt than anything else for his reality TV. But as he's matured, I guess if you have to say as a politician through this whole process, there are there are many things about Donald Trump which anybody should agree with. Whether you like the guy or not, here's the thing. We have a congressional approval rating of 14%. We have a $19 trillion debt. Whether you believe there should be a wall or not, we have an illegal immigration problem. Now, that's very different than legal immigration, right? We have an illegal immigration problem and there's solutions that we need to come up with as a country. And you have a presidential approval rating that's not doing so well. You have uh, arguments amongst the states. I mean, there's a lot of things about the status quo that just about anybody shouldn't really be too pleased with as a a American. Mm -hmm. So you bring in a guy like Trump, who's a complete outsider, who's funded his own campaign, hasn't had to sell out to lobbies to get to where he is. He is really tapped into the vein of anger of, of politics that people have, but I think it goes a layer deeper, and I don't hear many people talking about it. I also think that he has tapped into a, uh, anger that you see with the media. I think people are sick and tired of the media, and what he has done is he has controlled his own narrative. He has not let the media define him. They've tried, yeah. but he's controlled his own narrative. He has been very active in social media. And the third component that I think he's really struck a chord with with people is people are tired of this PC nonsense that this country is going through. Comedians can't even tell jokes anymore without being worried about their brand being damaged for it. And so he's, he's tapped into those veins of anger. And every single American, no matter who you're voting for, has a right to be upset with the status quo of politics. Now, as I've said for a while, I feel like he is created this vacuum and and at the time when there were 17 GOP candidates the question was well he's created the vacuum is he going to be the one who fills it and slowly but surely each of these GOP candidates has dropped off one by one until he's the guy and now the question boils down to do you think he has the qualifications to be the president do you think he's quote presidential as you always hear thrown around this this time every four years and, you know, I, I think we still have time to, to learn that. He certainly has his his uh, issues, right? I mean, some of the things that he says, the way he goes about them, I personally think he could use better tact. But the at the core of it all, 
regardless of Donald Trump, the, the vein of anger that he's tapping into is very real, mm-hmm. and that is why he is the GOP candidate. Right. It'll be very interesting to see who he puts on the ticket with him. And certainly, as you look to the other side of the equation, you could not have a more polar opposite candidate with Hillary Clinton, who is, to me, an extension of Obama, and also Bernie Sanders, who is a declared socialist, which is really fascinating watching him. Mm -hmm. Uh, Here's a guy who's getting tens of thousands of people to show up for his rallies, and Mm -hmm. he is a socialist, which to me is the most dramatic shift we could ever see out of a president if he could get there, which doesn't look like he will. But nonetheless, let's get back to my original point. A Which was because you've been talking for like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm teasing you. I I'm not host a radio show for Libby. Exactly. Um, in terms of this anger thing, I'm glad you brought up the point about the anger because one of the things that has been really disturbing to me is to see conservatives criticize people for having righteous anger. Just to. to too many people are using the word anger as though if you're angry and you're wanting to vote for someone out of anger, that that somehow is wrong, that somehow you're just some emotional whack job who has no sense of reality or no sense of, of reason and, reason and um, analytical thought. We have you. Anger is a really good motivator. Anger is a response to somebody doing something wrong. It doesn't mean that you're, you know, Betty Broderick and you're going to go off the go off the deep end. So I, I think that it's good that America. Oh, I think everybody angry. has a right to be angry. So as far as I'm concerned. Well, but but the the criticism that somebody is voting on the basis of anger, that's what I keep hearing. Oh, people are, it's a way to diminish somebody. It's a way to put somebody down. It's a way to bully somebody. Trump is right about going, uh, pushing back against the PC stick. We need to push back against those of us who try to beat us with the um, stick of you're just an emotional wreck. It's kind of like what men do to women, Craig. They they tr- they Uh-oh. act like you know what oh. I mean. I mean they Argument act number like, two. you know they act as as though you know women are all emotional and they make decisions based upon emotion. Sometimes you do need to get fired up, and that anger is appropriate. In terms of the other candidates, um, seventeen. At the beginning, it's been who, a fun run. Who did uh, who did I say? Run. Who did I say was my top person? From what was my very, ticket? From the very beginning? When there was 17, when there were so many candidates that they had to split the debates into the JV team and the lead team. Who, who, who I, did I, I pick? I feel who like my, you were always Cruz, but Trump was always at the top two. My ticket was Trump Cruz from the beginning. And the reason was everything that you just said. It was about the anger from a, popu- from a, a voting um, citizenry that had been betrayed. That's what this election is about. It's about betrayal. And when I look at, and Trump knew what this election was about, and none of the rest of them did, none of them knew what their clients, which is the voters, mm-hmm. were looking for. He also knew that what they were fed up with was the media. You look at 2012, what did Mitt Romney do in, the, in that debate over well, Benghazi? Romney, Romney folded like a cheap lawn chair. He was scared of his own shadow by, by the time he was actually the nominee. But he was also, in my opinion, Romney was like a dog chasing his tail, trying to figure out if he needed to run to the conservative base or be somewhere in the middle. And then it, he wasn't true. He wasn't genuine. Trump well, is genuine. What he let happen is he allowed the media to create the narrative. I mean, they're bringing up stories about him being a bully in high school and then the binders for women. And then right. and, and, and then literally in the second debate where Candy Crawley interrupted him and, and, and it allowed Obama to win the second debate. So Mitt Romney was just not a strong enough character. What you have with 
a guy like Trump, I think Romney is a more polished guy. Uh, I think that he would probably have made a good president in hindsight. You, you never know. But the guy certainly had a lot of the resume qualifications. But he was a weak communicator. He was a weak debater. And ultimately, if you can't move the needle, especially on an incumbent president, then the status quo is going to put him back in. And that, that speaks to what Trump has been able to do. The guy, is, he has moved the needle, whether you like him or not. Uh, the guy has come in. He has, again, tapped into that anger. And, of course, here we are. And he's essentially right. going to be going up against Hillary Clinton and, and in November. Because, and because people are so angry, uh, a lot of the votes for Trump are really a vote against the incumbents, which is the right. Republican Party. Uh, also about Trump, you talked about the the fact that he isn't as articulate, he isn't as smooth, he isn't as as doesn't sound as much like a politician. Absolutely right. That's yeah. part of why people love him. Mm -hmm. Because you know what? You and I, when we're talking, sometimes we, you know, our brain has a little hiccup, or we we don't say things exactly how we want to say them because we're not scripted because we're genuine people and when we speak we speak from the heart we talk about what's on our mind and what's on our heart right well, andrea k thank you for joining me craig sewing here we're hosting live at golden hall from the tradeway election central booth right here on the answer we're going to be here till nine o'clock tonight we're going to be bringing in people that are running going over all the things that were on the ballot tonight uh, we'll be back with more live coverage from golden hall back here in just a moment The answer and AM eleven seventy the answer dot com. Hey, Craig Sewing, your consumer advocate. As you know, on my radio show, we talk a lot about the real estate market. And not just that, what you can do with your home. A lot of questions we're getting these days have to do with solar energy. It's a really hot topic, no pun intended. Solar energy, well, it's good for the earth. People like it for that. But also, it can reduce your electric bill next to nothing. Imagine saving hundreds of dollars every month, thousands a year for however many years you're going to be in the home. Not to mention, when you go to sell your home, isn't it going to be more attractive to a future buyer that they have a smaller payment attached? your home. It can be more marketable at that point in time as well. The only problem is there's a lot of companies out there spewing a lot of misinformation, just trying to make money on you. The only company that I recommend for solar is Baker Electric Solar. I know these guys really well. Mike Teresa, good friend of mine, BakerElectricSolar.com. If you want to call them, free consultation, 800-960-3030. Call them. Learn about the benefits of solar. Baker Electric Solar. These are the guys I trust in solar. Hey, San Diego, did you know that consumers actually have the choice on who they use for title insurance on their real estate transactions? Most people don't even realize this. Well, you most certainly do. And your choice should be Title 365. Title 365 is one of the most well-known names in title and should be your choice for title insurance on your real estate purchase. You're in great hands with Title 365. Local representatives are available to provide you with the guidance you need. Visit KCBQ.com and ask to be connected. Hey, San Diego, Craig Sewing here. One of the things I know very well is real estate. Inman News nominated me for most influential in the space, and I launched a nationwide network built on the timely truths of our real estate market. Look, one of the many relationships you're going to encounter when buying a home or refinancing is who handles the money, also known as the escrow company. When it comes to hundreds of thousands of dollars, or maybe even millions of dollars in a real estate transaction, you can't just use anyone. I trust Oakwood Escrow. These guys and gals are the best in the business, offering trustworthy service. Whether you're a consumer or in the real estate business. Nobody gets it done better than Oakwood Escrow. That's who I'd use and you should too. Visit them at oakwoodescrow.com. That's oakwoodescrow.com.
You're listening to election coverage on AM 1170, The Answer, live from the Tradeway Election Central booth. Join the glamour. All right, welcome back. I'm your host, Craig Sewing. Joining me in studio, I guess I'm used to saying that, I know, but it's right? live at Golden Hall, Andrea Kay. This is a pretty cool experience. It's, yeah. as we were saying earlier, the calm before the storm, but it doesn't feel very calm at all. There's a lot of energy here. Mm-hmm. It opens up to the public at 7 o'clock. Hope you can come join us at the Tradeway Election Central booth. We're in the back corner. And you and I have already had a couple fights so far, so good, right? right? Just a couple in one segment. And we have our, our first uh, our first guest of the evening. Uh, you hear him every morning on KCBQ, The Answer, our good friend Mark Larson. Mark, good to have you on the show. Hey, Craig, Andrew, good to have you uh, with us down here. And th- this spot has always been our spot from elections going back to when I worked for Brand X a long time ago. This is where we kind of carved out this corner. I think the first time was back in, like, I want to say 19... 19- 80? Something nope. like wow. that. You've done this for a while now. Yeah. What, what do you expect to see here tonight between 6 and we'll be on until 9 p.m.? Well, you're going to start seeing candidates trickle in. They have their own little gatherings. There's yeah. a lot of Republicans over at the uh, Grant Hotel. The Lincoln Club is over there. The new majority is over there. Uh, they're having their soirees. Mm-hmm. And about 8 o'clock, you can expect once the polls close, two things will happen. Number one, registrar voters will spew forth the first of the the yep. votes now hopefully it's faster last election it was better the time before that i remember sitting here and over on kusi and of course we'll be tied in with kusi at news channel nine tonight as well but we were waiting and working with about two percent of the voter one percent of the vote in for until about 10 o'clock you know you have all right. these the presidential things. election last yeah. time around if and i remember waiting. correctly we just got started on the show i was making a gentleman's bet with the the guest on the program i said yeah. this is going to be all night before we learn anything and it was like five minutes into the show. It was the most anticlimactic uh, gentleman's bet. Well, ever supposedly made. they fixed that. It was better last election. We'll see how it is tonight. There's still such high tech with all the challenges with high tech and potential hacking and abuse and everything else. But then the quaintness. I don't know. Did you vote yeah. today? I was stuffing a I big voted envelope today. in. And no, I voted today. Tech. I went in and I did what I always do. And, and it was funny because uh, the people in the polling place all said, oh, hey, hi, Mark. I said, let me show you my ID. And there's one guy who doesn't really, it's his first time in the polling place. Uh, sir, we can't see your ID. We can't. I mean, I do that just to irritate them every year, to say, here's my driver's license. No, it's like Superman and kryptonite. They can't, because in California, you know, we don't really want to know who you are. You can say who you are, and you can say, oh, yes, that's my name and my address. You can sign it. But there is a possibility people could be voting when they shouldn't the vote. The absurdity of not having like to have an ID yeah. to vote when you need one to you need it for check out else. a book yeah. uh, from a library. That's it just right. does, it doesn't make any sense to me at all. But we, None we dare call it voter fraud opportunities, but uh, we've got it now. I mean, it's all it's all there. But And then they tell you, remember now, with everybody having the cell phones, and the uh, the high-tech cameras built into the cell phones. It's funny to see on the front page of the papers today, no selfies. And actually, I thought that through. I thought, you know what, maybe it's better to let them take selfies because you get more people who go, hey, look, I'm voting. That might not be bad. I yeah, mean, you're not, you you're not going to get some big... In a social media world, isn't that a good thing? Well, right? they worried about security. I mean, you got a paper ballot. We had the, the, the Diebold machines years ago. That didn't work well. They went, oh, that's too high-tech, and went back to the old-fashioned way. But you know, you're not going to reveal any CIA secrets yeah. If if you just if you go in there and you know, take a selfie, so what? You know, just don't don't aim it toward the poll workers. But if you want to take a picture, I think that would be a, a good thing because then people actually go on record as voting, and we'd know they voted once. Yeah. No, if very, they say I'm going back point. to vote yeah. again, then they're they're damned by their their Facebook page, aren't they? Well, well it just seems jo- so. Yeah. It, 
What? It seems as though turnout was supposed to be like record turnout, but it seemed really low today. So well, it some, still could I, be. you got to remember, though, so much goes in beforehand. So many people, the mail-in ballots, the ballots were mailed out on the 9th of May through that whole week. So almost a month, people have been doing the early voting thing, mailing mm -hmm. in, whatever. The totals are still going to be high. It's just, and I, I had the same thought. I thought there's nobody here. It was me and one other guy who mm -hmm. didn't quite know how we were working this. But that doesn't mean that the overall results are going to be low. There's a lot in the till. There's also the thing you can do this year as long as you get your mail-in ballot postmarked tonight. Now you got to decide which post office because a lot of them, if you go mail it now, you're not exactly synced into that. But um, it's, uh, there's a lot of opportunities to do it other than walking into the polling place. I still think we ought to do Election Day. And other than you're not in town or something, this idea right. of starting four weeks ahead. Right. Think of it this way. Let's say somebody decided to vote for Trump uh, three weeks ago, but is really upset and understandably about the comments about the judge and all that. If they're, let's just say they're really ticked, they can't bring their vote back. I had somebody call me hmm. in my office today who said, hey, I, I, I had voted for Duff Sunheim. I said, well, you know, I voted for Tom Del Beccaro. He said, I voted for, for Duff Sunheim. And then I heard him on your show this morning, Mark, and I wish I could take my vote back. Because I ah. asked him, well, who are you voting for for president? Duff said, well, I'm not going to. Hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I think you, you know, the Union Tribune said vote for Ronald Reagan. We're not going to see. I loved Ronald Reagan, but he has, he's has been gone for 12 gonna, years. Yeah, so. It's going to be tough to put him on the ballot. So Although, there, you know, you remember in, in Missouri a few years ago, um, and I forget the name of the, uh, somebody won, actually won, got a lot of votes, even though he was dead. Because it was like it was like a pity vote. That guy might have a chance yeah, to share around. That's to right. To be honest with you. So, <laughs> so Mark, we were discussing earlier. You know, this this has been a pretty interesting election cycle. There's 17 GOP candidates. Not much that really came on the other side. It's been the Hillary Clinton runaway pretty much the whole time, and then the emergence of Bernie Sanders. Right. But would you agree, regardless of who you are interested in voting for, that this has been one of the more fascinating elections? Oh, yeah. I mean, with the emergence oh, yeah. of Trump and. Certainly in a world of 24-7 uh, media and now social media and the way that he's been able to move the needle and, com and control the narrative. You've been doing this stuff for quite some time. Yeah. How would you relate this to... All, all the experience? rules are off this year. All yeah. the experts, there were no experts that I, I'm sure there was somebody, but nobody I can remember from a year ago saying, oh yeah, here's exactly how it's going to play out. How we're going to get this close to having a socialist get the nomination as the, I mean, an official socialist. We've had people with socialist policies before, but, but for Bernie Sanders to come that close and still, if he can pull out a win tonight in California, which I think is still likely, even though Hillary has all these, these numbers, because again, you had a surge in the last three weeks of people signing up for for uh, voter registration and and 70 percent plus in some area like an area 70 73 percent something like that in uh, democrat registration so think about all the independents independents can't vote if they go in there and think i can't get a republican ballot but i wanted to vote republican well you're out of luck if you didn't change your registration so what are you going to do maybe i'll have fun and i'll vote for bernie well i don't know about, about bernie's prospects because breaking news is, is that fox has called uh, the called new jersey for for hillary oh, yeah, clinton that, that, no, I mean, right? she has the delegates. That's yeah. not going to change it. What's, I'm talking about Bernie in California tonight. Bernie, if Bernie wins here, he puts pressure. Keep in mind, they have a platform committee with the Democrats. There's 15 people on the platform mm -hmm. uh, committee. Those who are going to really hammer this out. Already Hillary is, they always say she's moved to the left. I make the case that Bernie's emancipated the real inner Hillary. So you're seeing more <laughs> of what, right. you know, she's been there with him on a lot of these issues. Just we haven't known that or haven't, haven't seen it. But he has five of the 15 already. Cornell West is one mm -hmm. of them, very liberal professors. Yeah. So 
he can get more he can put more pressure on the party have a bigger voice and there's another concern here in California that if he has even if he doesn't prevail over Hillary just for the heck of it tonight but if he does well it can affect a lot of local races because you have a lot of people who are voting because it's cool to vote for Bernie first time right. voters and they're going to look Certainly at the others in California right and they're going to look at these other races and they're going to vote for people it, it may make some of our most liberal places in the state more liberal but that's the coattail effect right but wasn't the play uh, in order by the AP to announce it yesterday wasn't the play to suppress the Bernie vote today so oh, yeah. what's the likelihood oh, yeah. of, of they're doing it again tonight I mean this idea of calling it for Hillary and Hillary going to the, the victory lap tonight mm-hmm. it reminds me of in 1980 when when the national networks not only were saying well look at this now I mean Carter's Carter's already uh, mm-hmm. you know that, that, that they were it was an 80 or 76 um, a speech on the East Coast, they call it California's polls were still open for three hours. Yeah. And it really dictated different things and different different things played out here in Let's California. Let's pull you into the weeds here, Mark. So yeah. we're, we're talking too, too much about uh, the, the polls and how the stuff all works, but let, let's get right into what the media has been most entertained by, which is Donald Trump. Uh-huh. One of the things that I've found to be really interesting about the guy, just whether it's been on our show or in water cooler conversations in the office, the people that you think would like Trump in many cases do not. The people that you do not think would mm-hmm. like him actually mm-hmm. like him. And, and that's what's made him such a uh, just an enigma in this space. Yeah. What are your thoughts at this point in time on Donald Trump? He's still Trump. He was pronounced dead about two months ago, and they said, oh, he had a bad week. And I was over on KUSI that night and said, is this it for Donald Trump? He said, I said, no. So why did you say that? Well, because he's Donald Trump. I mean, he knows how to work the media. He knows because how to Because of the statement he made about the judge? Yeah, well, I, I, you know, that's tougher. That's sticking a few more days, but it'll change. He'll change the subject. He's been changing it this hour, doing a new state, you know, giving a new speech right. and hammering the issues about Hillary Clinton again. Well, and doesn't he kind of have a little bit of an argument, though, with that? I mean, if, if, if you were being sued right now, if you were running for president of the United States and you're, part of your, your key, uh, part of your platform was to seal the border and the presiding judge had some background politically that, that made it seem as though right. he, was, he, just he didn't would be biased. Right, he well. Right, exactly. right, right. So there's, there's plenty of reasons been, to say, but he's also, can be, but he's, well, you'd understand this a lot more than the rest of us here, Craig, on the business side. He's taken something going on in his business world and merged it. One of the things he'll have to do as we move toward November he has to say, listen, I have a blind trust. If I win, I'm not going to be operating day to day. He has as inadvertently mixed all of that, bringing up the Trump University business in with the campaign. So I, we could talk more about this later, but I'm going to miss my you got to run, man. I got to get across the street. All right. And we, we got to go to break. Nice Mark, gang. thanks for stopping by. Hopefully we pull you in again here later in the night. We are here at the Tradeway Election Central booth, Golden Hall. And it is what? How about 30 minutes away from when they start letting the public in? Yeah. So which means me we got about which means we got about a half an hour to get into some of this because, you know, I'm dying to get into some of the nits of that story with Trump and the judge and some of the other hot topics of the day. There's absolutely no shortage of content, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, opinions, More things content, for me to get fired up guests. about. I'm, my phone's getting blown up right now of people that want to come on the show. So you are listening to The Craig Sewing Show with Andrea Kay, KCBQ, The Answer. We are here at trade election, the trade election booth in the back corner. If you want to come, wave, say hello. And certainly, if you can't make it tonight, keep tuning in. We'll be back with you here in just a moment. In traffic, we've got the answer. 15 freeway southbound of Rancho Bernardo in North County. Earlier, a stall in the carpool lane. Looks like that's now clearing stages. The Padres are playing at Petco Park this evening, so look for a little bit of extra crowding on roads around that venue, including the freeways. San Diego's only live and local morning talk show. Mark Larson, morning 6 to 9. 
I'm Richard Turnage on AM 1170, The Answer. The Craig Sewing Show, AM 1170, The Answer. Hey, San Diego, Craig Sewing here. Look, one of the things that nobody likes to hear is that they got bugs in their home. Almost all California homes have some sort of bug or termite problem. It's not a cool thing to have bugs running around your house, so I'm going to help you get rid of them. I want you to connect with Lloyd's Pest Control. These are our good friends at the Craig Sewing Show. They can help you. They've been in business putting bugs out of business since 1931. They'll do a free inspection for you. If you want to get your biggest investment checked out, make sure there's not bugs or termites, go to LloydPest.com. That's LloydPest.com. Dot com and get a free inspection of your real estate today. Your home should be a place that you love coming to. Hi, I'm Nikki Klug, interior designer, and there is nothing I enjoy more than helping San Diegans live in homes that they fall madly in love with. I've helped hundreds of homeowners experience a sense of luxury, rejuvenation, and inspiration in their everyday lives. If you need help creating a home that you love, please visit me online at NikkiKlugDesign.com or call me at 619-948-7173. You're listening to election coverage on AM 1170, The Answer, live from the Tradeway Election Central booth. All right, welcome back to the show. Craig Sewing here, hosting with Andrea Kay, our good friend. We've been doing uh, we've been doing this radio thing for quite some time, yeah. and we uh, we the, the dialogue is always interesting. But this uh, leading up to this election, yeah. man, it's no shortage of content. Having Mark here, I thought was pretty interesting. This guy has been doing this stuff for so long. To hear his just reference of oh past gosh. cycles and things he's seen, it's pretty incredible. I could have spent the entire three hours just picking his brain on what he's seen over the years at all the different <laughs> the different elections. Speaking of seeing, I want to kind of give a visual to everybody okay. who's tuned in on KCBQ right now. So we are at Golden Hall, and what you have is it's one big empty room, except it's all set up for what looks to be a pretty intense night of voters, politicians, local media is already set up here. We have every news channel uh, in San Diego all around us. We have every radio station. I have to say that KCBQ did a nice job of setting us up. Mm-hmm. If you want to come back here, we got a cooler of beer right in the back. <laughs> no kidding. Can't can't say that, right? Craig Cast in our program director. <laughs> no! no! This is why you don't have sewing do a live show. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, no. It's a, it, What's cool about it is even today when I went to vote, something... I don't know. Might have just been the the voting booth that I went to, or the, the what do you call it? The voting. Um, the poll. The poll, right? The yeah. poll. Yeah. Why does again sewing hosting? Why? <laughs> uh, but they. Uh, I felt like the energy level was high. I felt like the energy level was high on social media and just running into people and. To me, I don't even care who you're voting for. The fact that people seem to be interested in voting yeah. uh, is a great thing. And I, I imagine we're going to have a lot of people here tonight that are just kind of enjoying what's going on and watching all of the live shows. Yeah. It's an honor to be here. Uh, I've done this a, a few times now, and it's always cool just to see people interacting. And uh, should be pretty interesting. So yeah. at 7 o'clock, it opens up if you want to join us here. Uh, but also, certainly we'll be on from 6 to 9 p.m. Andrea, I'm going to give you uh, the authority to let us know what's happening, what we okay. need to know, all of the updates. We'll be pulling great guests in. So where do we stand right now? So at 6.30 about? Where, where we stand right now is are we the only results we have is coming out of New Jersey. And no surprise here. You talked about surprises in this election going in. It was never supposed to be this tight for Hillary. It was never supposed to be a struggle for her. It's 
it's not a surprise that she won New Jersey tonight, but it is a surprise how much she has struggled so much uh, against a 70-something-year-old guy with crazy hair socialist out of what Vermont or wherever he's from. And in fact, so much so, there's even reports today and allegations that there was some collusion with Hillary and the AP. So to, to try to keep Bernie, you know, Mark was saying that Bernie might, could still win the state of California tonight. They're doing everything they can to keep her from suffering that humiliation. But at the end of the day, she will be uh, the nominee. And in, on, on top of that, did you hear that in order to help that along, we know that the FBI is investigating her email scandal. We'll come to find out there's a report that the State Department has said they're not going to release any more emails for something like 70-something years? Hmm. Yeah. Crazy, yeah. right? So, they, so you know, there's a whole lot of people that are that are going to do everything they can to there, try there, to help Hillary lot, get get. Much ready. of this is troubling, right? You know, at the beginning when you had it was Rand Paul was the first one to throw his hat in the ring, mm -hmm. and then you had the lineup of 17 candidates, and I remember the media uh, was portraying it as as you know, a waste of time, too many candidates, and uh, just you know, a circus essentially. I mean, that's how they cover the GOP, and we looked at it and. and yeah, you could see that there's some people that were involved that maybe shouldn't have, have necessarily got in. But isn't that kind of what you want? Yeah. We have a, we have a two-party system. I mean, I often look at that and say, well, how we are polarizing either one box or the other. When there's thousands of issues, how can you fit two boxes? But the reality is, if you have 17 candidates, that is a party's ability to, dis to determine how center-right you are uh, as, a, as a party. Now, if you flip over to the other side, the reality is all you got out of the Democratic Party is Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton. Mm -hmm. To me, that is, that is a very scary proposition. Bernie Sanders, I actually, somehow I like Bernie Sanders because at least, hold on, take, take your deep breath, there's your coffee, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> I don't have eat, a donut, though. Eat, That's my problem. Do, do I want him to be president? Absolutely not. Would I vote for Bernie Sanders? Absolutely not. I am a capitalist. As long as there's the right type of regulation and bad guys go to jail, I'm a free market kind of guy. What I do like about Bernie Sanders is the same thing that people probably like about Donald Trump. At least he's a straight shooter. At least you know where he stands. And the, the problem is I just don't agree with any of his philosophies on running a, a country. How is he a straight shooter if he's out there promising things that he cannot deliver? There is I think no he such believes thing him. as free. Because he, he believes his that own That just BS. means he's delusional. That just means he's demented. It doesn't mean he's a straight shooter. Oh, There's no such does. thing as free. There's no free. You will get nothing for free. I'm getting a thumbs up from the security guy over here. Oh, the... the, the but that's because you're you feeling me, aren't you, over there? Let me, be, me, let me be crystal clear. When this is a full audience, I will be getting thumbs up from everywhere <laughs> because I'm again. No, he's giving you the thumbs down, Craig. What, what is this? Who hired him? <laughs> I think <laughs> uh, you need to listen to me, my friend, the Andrew K. Show. Yeah, right. The Craig Sewing Show. Find me online at CraigSewing.com. Actually, but you're very active on social media. You like to engage in dialogue, uh, which, you know, I, I, I'm probably not as active as I should be there. I have the daily TV show, The American Dream which, by the way, if you haven't caught it, it's every day, 10.30 a.m., Channel 4. It's called The American Dream because I still believe we live in the greatest country on the planet. And even when we have discussions, whether you're conservative or liberal, Republican, Democrat, or whatever you might be, I believe that we should easily be able to find more common ground uh, celebrating the fact that we have a great country. And despite the fact that we might argue and disagree on certain things, 
This, there, there are certain things that are true. Uh, we do have a country that is based upon freedom. We have people on welfare that make more than, than doctors do in other parts of the world. Mm -hmm. We have a volunteer military that is willing to die for your freedoms yeah. and rarely gets thanked for it. We have an illegal immigration problem. That means millions of people coming into this country without the proper type of documentation or system to keep track, but at least people want in here and not out of here. So when you look at the United States of America, I still believe we're the greatest country. And you know, sometimes people say, well, that's a biased point of view because you're from here. I also say that I have the greatest mom. You're allowed to be biased. You're allowed to say that you have the greatest mom and that you have the greatest country. And here's the best part. What's if that? you don't agree with me or the pictures I saw today online of someone burning the flag, then get the hell out. Yeah, I'm you don't, you you don't have to be here. And one of the things that makes me so so crazy is that some of the people doing that are the people that came here illegally into this country that are coming here to take advantage of the systems that we have but don't have the love and the respect for this country you cannot have the love that we have Craig to view it as the greatest country on the face of the earth and come here and burn the flag and the people who come here who refer to themselves as undocumented are the very people who don't want to have to get documentation in order to prove why they should be allowed to vote when I voted today I had the same feeling I did as the very first time I ever had an opportunity to vote. It is an honor and a privilege to be able to be an American citizen and to be able to vote. Hey, look, I'm born from the Midwest. I'm from the middle of this country. So my American dream is being raised in the Midwest with uh, a great family and have the opportunity as an entrepreneur to make my way to San Diego and live out my American dream. There are many, many stories, millions of stories. We're a country full of immigrants. We're a melting pot of immigrants. There's stories of people that are listening right now that were not from the United States that are also equally a part of the American dream when you do it the right way. The problem is, is when I look at the San Diego rally for Trump and I see Mexican flags getting waved all around, it has nothing to do with a racist comment to say that is so disgraceful. And, the, it, 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 and if you were going to go, would you ever go to somebody else's country and wave the American flag? No, I, I would never do that. But but think about this. It's, that's, why, it's, it's why, domestic you don't have terrorism to, to me. You don't have to be here. That's what the, the whole the catch 22 of this whole thing is to me is that if you're going to go to a country where you are, I'm assuming the people that are, are starting the protests and, and the ugly stuff, right? I don't mind peaceful protests and I, I don't mind that. No, people that's have, what this country is about. Right. The Trump has said some things that I can understand what people are upset about. And if you're pro Hillary or you're pro Bernie, that's that's fine. That's a democracy. But when you're waving a flag, when you're burning a flag, when, when you're, you're picking throwing fights, eggs, raw eggs at a woman, and we have the police department in San Jose that intentionally sat back and did not do anything while a woman was physically being assaulted by domestic terrorists, and come to find out that that uh, the police chief of of uh, uh, Eddie Garcia is affiliated with what group? La Raza. Right. An advocacy group. These, you know, that was absolute hate. The real war on women is not in the Republican Party because we expect a woman to pay for her own birth control. The real war on women happened in San Jose where a woman was egged and the police specifically did well, the do mayor. anything. And the, the mayor, mayor as well. See, and let me do, tell you something else. Him. Blaming speech, let me just say this, and I'll let you finish. Blaming speech is the same thing. Blaming speech for that woman being egged in, 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 as an excuse is, is no different to me than saying, well, you know, uh, yes, the, the husband beat his wife, but he didn't like what she said. She provoked him with something that she said. You, you don't know blame words. Do you remember about, was it three months ago, there was a protester at some Trump rally, and some guy throws a cheap punch. It's him, and, and yeah. they arrest the guy. And it, it, that story, I've seen that imagery 
so many times now, and it was how Trump's uh, voters are white racists. I mean, they're they're being labeled uh, as this this category of an awful human being. And then you see all the things that are happening now, happening at these rallies, from what happened in San Diego, the woman who got egged. I mean, I've started watching. I can't even watch it. Some of it's so just it's, it's nauseating. It's painful to watch. It's sad. And the media just goes dormant. Mm-hmm. They just go dormant on it. They go dormant or they pick up on the liberal uh, mind. The, one of the things that they really want to get accomplished, the left, a key piece of their agenda is hate speech legislation. They have hate crimes legislation, which I vehemently reject because the idea that one person who was murdered is more important, that that was a more heinous crime because a per- person of a certain skin color was murdered as opposed to just a white woman, it just makes no sense to me. But what they really want to get to is hate speech legislation. They want to make words criminalized. And that's one reason why they're focused on Trump's words, because if they can get words criminalized in this country, and of course, it's not going to be any liberal words right. that get criminalized. It's always going to be something that's considered conservative or traditional. Yeah, Conservatives don't burn the American flag most of the time. I mean, there's some there's some idiots out there, but which side does that usually happen on? And so it would be really interesting to hear how they would frame that uh, to find out what would be considered hate speech and what would be considered illegal. Well, uh, well, evidently it's not hate speech for, you know, Farrakhan to, you know, call for, you know, murdering 10,000 white people. That's not hate speech. So here's what I want our audience to do. We are live at Golden Hall. I'm your host, Craig Sewing, with, I don't even like saying co-host. You can be host. I'll be co-host, Andrea Kay. But here's what I want you to do. I want you to take the opportunity to follow us on social media. We're here tonight at 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. covering the election with you, having some fun while we do it. We're going to be bringing in some guest speakers. Uh, I think Denise Gitsum is actually going to join us in a bit. Awesome. Uh, so she just ran for 52nd District of Congress. I think Jackie Atkinson might be joining us as well. I don't know. We'll, we'll see who comes up here. Well, we know for sure that later on in the show, we've got Dr. Gina, who's going to be here when she wraps yep. up her show, America Trends, tonight at 8. She's going to skedaddle right away and get down here. And Ernie White, a lot of Andrea Acacia listeners have been asking. They've been like, where has Ernie White been? Well, he's going to be here at 8.15 tonight. He's a Trump delegate. So we got a great show lined up for you. We're doing live coverage from Golden Hall. Stay tuned to KCBQ because I want you to be kept abreast of everything happening. But also take a moment to follow Andrea K and I. The easiest way to do that with me is go to craigsewing.com. That is my website website. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You're going to see that we have a daily TV show called The American Dream here in San Diego. A lot of cool stuff going on there. We appreciate every listener, every follower, every viewer of all of our programs. We've built the show around you, not the other way around. And then Andrea Kay, you can follow her on social media as well. Uh, she's very active there, always creating an interesting dialogue, and we got her here doing it with us tonight. We'll be back right here at the Tradeway <laughs> Election Booth at Golden Hall. Back in a minute. AM 1170. The answer. Hey, Craig Sewing here, consumer activist. You hear me every day at 6 p.m. on KCBQ. My goal is to help you win in any marketplace. One of the things that applies to every single person that listens to our show and that's listening right now, you have a credit score, and more likely than not, it has inaccuracies on it. Nobody seems to understand how these things work. Here's what I can tell you. I have a credit expert that's a partner in the show named Aran Sinai. I call him the credit magician. If you've ever had any issues with your credit, you want to get your scores up, maybe a foreclosure, bankruptcy, or maybe just a collection. You know the city of San Diego can send parking tickets to collections? Crazy. Well, bad credit's a choice. Reach out to Aran Sinai. How do you do that? You go to our website, AmericanDreamElite.com. AmericanDreamElite.com. Hit me up on the contact form. I'll connect you with Iran. American Dream Elite. 
AmericanDreamElite.com if you've ever had any credit issues whatsoever. AmericanDreamElite.com. Hey, Craig Sewing, your consumer advocate. As you know, on my radio show, we talk a lot about the real estate market and not just that, what you can do with your home. A lot of questions we're getting these days have to do with solar energy. It's a really hot topic, no pun intended. Solar energy, well, it's good for the earth. People like it for that, but also it can reduce your electric bill next to nothing. Imagine saving hundreds of dollars every month, thousands a year for however many years you're going to be in the home. Not to mention when you go to sell your home, isn't it going to be more attractive to a future buyer that they have a smaller payment attached your home. It can be more marketable at that point in time as well. The only problem is there's a lot of companies out there spewing a lot of misinformation, just trying to make money on you. The only company that I recommend for solar is Baker Electric Solar. I know these guys really well. Mike Teresa, good friend of mine, BakerElectricSolar.com. If you want to call them, free consultation, 800-960-3030. Call them, learn about the benefits of solar. Baker Electric Solar. These are the guys I trust in solar. Hi, this is AJ Gupta from the Gupta Legal Center. You've probably seen us on the American Dream TV show and the Craig Sewing radio show. We're honored to be featured as the exclusive real estate attorney and honored to be trusted by Craig and all of his top producing realtors. Our office was also featured as a super lawyer representing California's top 5% of attorneys. You may not know whether you need an attorney or not. My suggestion is you kind of have an idea whether there's a problem or a question. So I suggest if you don't know whether you need an attorney or not, give us a call. We're happy to pick up the phone give you a call back, figure out what it is that you need to have addressed. If we can't or don't know the issue, then we can definitely point you in the right direction. Our phone number is 619-866-3444. That's 619-866-3444. And that's guptalc.com. G-U-P-T-A-L-C.com. You're listening to election coverage on AM 1170, The Answer, live from the Tradeway Election Central booth. Welcome back to the Craig Sewing Show. I'm Andrew Kay, sitting here with Craig Sewing in Golden Hall, coming at you live, broadcasting live from the Tradeway Election Central booth on 8, 11 a.m. The answer. Oh, you had 11 it. 11.70. I know. I almost <laughs> had so it. Much, you're so much better. I'm getting like in my ear. They're like, you just botched the name of the studio. I'm like, oh, <laughs> Tradeway, Tradeway. Uh, but we appreciate them being a sponsor tonight, and we're doing the live show from 6 to 9. And it's you know, I'm having fun already, Andrew and Kay. Are you? Because you... Even though I busted your chops earlier on, you know... <laughs> Okay, if you can hear that, that means we are really doing a live show. Yeah, at Golden (laughs) Hall. We're one of about, I don't know, 10 different media outlets that's here, TV and radio. So it's an honor to be here tonight. It's all really well lit up. You know, when you you look at, we have a daily TV show. You've been on my program, The American Dream. Mm -hmm. Lighting is is really important. And, Mm -hmm. And so when you get set up for an event like this where we still haven't seen the public come in, just the lighting here is pretty cool. Seeing all right. these different booths set up and people doing live shows. Well, we have a uh, our first, actually our second guest. I just dissed Mark Larson right there. So Marty Block, uh, California State Senator, good to have you on the show. Stepping in, Democrat, thank you for being here. Yeah, great to be with you guys tonight. So let's talk about today. Uh, from your point of view, obviously you've, you've been through this stuff before. What are your thoughts on today, uh, June 7th, people getting out and voting? What do you think we're going to see? It's an exciting day. It's really what America's democracy is all about. And, and here at Golden Hall, we do something that 
nobody else in the country really does is bring Democrats, Republicans, the press all together to really make democracy work and uh, to elect some good candidates, hopefully. Well, it's been kind of a rough year. A lot of, a lot of uh, within both parties, a lot of, you know, button heads going on. You think we can all bump up against each other here tonight and not have any bloodshed? I'm hoping. I've oh, been no. here. <laughs> I've been here some years where there have been campaign signs that kind of unfortunately go swinging into opponents' heads. Accidentally, so. well, I'm we sure. Did, we did see one security guy here earlier who was giving Andrea Kay a thumbs up because That's right. I don't even remember what. Well, because I hear obviously understands the basic basics of economics that there's no such thing as a free lunch and I was talking about how the fact that there is no free you were saying that you admire Bernie because you think he's a straight shooter and I'm saying okay. how can he be a straight shooter if he's offering what he cannot deliver this is a Marty, I this is a classic putting words into somebody's mouth the good news is we record these radio shows and we can go back I said I respect Bernie as a straight shooter unfortunately I disagree with every policy he stands for uh, because I'm not a socialist and I don't believe in big government I don't believe you can get everything for free. But I, I do appreciate the guy's ability to be, he, I mean, he's been steadfast with his point of view. He doesn't flip-flop. He is what he is. He's obviously uh, drummed up a huge following in doing so. Who would ever thought that guy would be drawing the rallies and, the, and pulling votes from Hillary Clinton? I mean, everyone thought Hillary Clinton had a cruise control. Coast in to Not just to, to against the GOP candidate, but, but it, all the way the through. Point. So, Marty, what are your thoughts Marty on that? Win. Well, I think Hillary is perfectly well suited to win this whole thing in November because she's right in the center. I mean, you've got Sanders on the socialist left. You've got Trump on the racist right. Oh, and you've got Marty. Hillary in the oh. middle. Come on, Marty. Anybody You're looks like they're in the center compared to Hillary Clinton and if or she the, was, to Bernie Sanders. And if I she mean, was so ideal suited, why does she have to get together with the AP and kind of pull a fast one and pull the rug out from under Bernie? here in California. Well, and Bernie's done a really good job. I mean, no no question. The, the, the true hope that Hillary has is Donald Trump, because all of the Sanders people, frankly, or virtually all of them I've talked to, will come over to Hillary, not because they like Hillary, but because they don't want a racist in the White House. Now, why, why is Trump a racist? Well, saying, well, I'm just basically quoting the the Speaker of the House when he said that what Trump said this past week is the dictionary definition of racism, I think, that the, a sitting judge, a judge who worked hard to fight the, the cartels, the Mexican drug cartels, he called him a Mexican who can't rule fairly. And to say you can't do your job because of your heritage is just goes against everything we stand for as a country. And in fact, he's not a Mexican. The judge in Trump's case is an Indianan, a Hoosier. Well, but he, we all know that he comes from a Mexican background. But let me let me well, all of us come from somewhere. Well, that's true. But but, uh, you know, if we if all judges were were completely in, in, impartial, then we would never have to worry about who got who won a general election and who was going to nominate people for the Supreme Supreme Court, because we all know that they bring their own personal point of view. We bring their own history. They bring their own pol pol politics, and they therefore interpret the law in a way that tends to push their agenda a little bit. In fact, Judge Sotomayor actually said that I would hope that a wise Latina woman with the richness of her experiences would more often than not reach a better conclusion than a white male who hasn't lived that life. Um, to me, I hear that, and I think, you know, I think it kind of validates what Trump is saying, that somebody's heritage and somebody's ethnicity can impact influence them on the judge and uh, on the bench and if I were 
um, Trump and running for president and a key platform for me was to seal the border, I would be concerned about having someone with, with that background and the political ties presiding. I would ask him to recuse himself. I wouldn't have done it in the way that Trump well, did. Well, the, the attorneys for Trump, who are very well-paid, very well-respected attorneys, should have asked the judge to recuse yes. himself if they felt he couldn't rule impartially. They have not. Only Donald Trump has brought up the race card in this particular Here's case. Here's what I think about Donald Trump. I think that it, it, actions speak louder than words, and I think this guy is terrible with words, to be honest with you. I don't think that he is a bona fide racist. I don't think that he hates Mexicans or hates black people. I think it's very easy for the media to label him that way. And I also think that he said some pretty dumb things, and he doesn't do a good job of backing off of those things. But that, that is what Donald Trump's basically what why people like him is because he doesn't feel like he needs a filter. But at the, at the core, I don't think the guy uh, is a racist. I don't think that he wants to ban all Muslims. And I think a lot of these things get blown way out of proportion by a guy who hasn't necessarily been in politics his entire life. I just don't genuinely believe at the core the guy's a racist. In regards to this comment about the Mexican judge, it's a pretty asinine comment. It, it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Uh, he, prob he could easily come back and reframe the narrative and say, look, here's why I mean that. And, and I think he, he tries to do that. He tried to do that with Tapper. Mm -hmm. uh, but at the end of the day, you know, people are going to be offended by a statement like that. But I, I don't know. But, but I, I then think again, there's also some other people. Let me throw this out there. At the top of the, the show, you were talking about how one of the one of the pieces of his appeal, and I think it's the same for Bernie, is that they are not PC. They don't speak like slick politician. I think there's. I think that one of the reasons why when Trump says stuff that sounds like he's off the rails, he's forgiven for it, is because we all, most Americans, say things that we regret the next day, and you know we have to we have to clarify spot. what we're saying on the spot, and we miss twenty four seven. Yeah, but, but, but most Americans aren't going to be speaking. Be speaking in front of the United Nations. Most Americans aren't going to be speaking with Vladimir Putin. If you give this guy that pedestal, that bully pulpit, you don't want a bully to have the bully pulpit. See, but but that's the thing is, if if he were president of the United States, this gets back to the action speak louder than words. I think that Donald Trump, and I don't know. I mean, I'm not for Trump or against Trump. I'm I'm very empathetic to both both sides of view, and I try and let the people listen, make up their own minds. But I believe if that guy was in power, he would probably be pretty intelligent about putting together the right type of team to support the, the mission that he has. I don't think he would just be this dictator that's ruling as a racist. And I don't think that he's going to ever be caught in a position where he is just spouting off comments to Vladimir Putin. I think it'll be very rare he's actually even communicating. He would Putin. not have built a $40 billion business, you know, if, if he ran around like a running off at the mouth like this constantly there is a lot of this actually is strategy believe it or not and it's and it's what bolted him to the top of the heap and separated him from the 17 people in the beginning in fact i saw a really interesting interview with somebody who's been doing business with him going back to 2002 and actually co-owned the miss usa pageant with him and said that that's not who he is there there has not been one proven example of him being a racist and anywhere in his business career and he has been a high profile guy for a long 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 time to hang somebody on one comment and call them and shame on paul ryan for doing that well let's talk about if you don't want to talk about the racist label let's talk about the case itself the case we're talking about trump university i worked for 26 years as a professor and dean at san diego state mm -hmm. which was a real great university school, by the way yeah it's a great school 
Trump University was not a great school. Trump, well, Trump well, University. Said, what do you know? Speak intelligently on, on that statement. Why was it not a great university? What do you know internally? What details do you know that would make you say that? When we look at rates of people who have filed complaints, like Better Business Bureau complaints, after they've completed the course, saying that they didn't get what they were promised, they're voluminous, the complaints. Um, that leads one to believe you don't get those kind of complaints against San Diego State or against National University. Well, but I don't think I don't think the I, use I, of I'm the a, word I'm university. A was I'm, a, I, I'm a business owner. Uh, I'm an entrepreneur. I've developed products, and I've been aligned with a lot of people who develop products. Things get really lonely when you get to the top, and we have become a litigious society where everybody yes. is trying to sue and take something from you. It's amazing to me how much we attack. CEOs and corporations, yet we don't attack ambulance chasing attorneys. So there's there are problems. <laughs> well, well, that sounds like an attack. You're gonna, you're gonna get lots of emails on that well, one tomorrow. But, 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 but that's not all ambulance. That's not all attorneys, and that's not all CEOs. You you right. can always find right. a bad faction in any group. You can find greedy rich people. You can find greedy broke people that shouldn't be getting unemployment because they actually have a job. Greed is a human flaw, not a socioeconomic flaw. But when I look at the Trump product they developed, I don't know the story, right? But so I'm saying all of this hypothetically, but I, just because some people complained that had paid all this money, how many people were in the Trump University in the first place? I, I don't know. My theory is the reason Trump said the racist thing he said, and maybe he's not a racist, maybe it's just a racist comment, was to distract us from the, the substance of the case, well, speaking which is of, Trump University. Well, speaking of distraction, and, and I've been on the record and done segments on this a couple of times because I think that absolutely everything that a presidential candidate has done should be open uh, to um, review. And, and every candidate should be completely vetted, unlike President Obama, who was not properly vetted. And right now, I talk about distraction. I wish there was as much focus on the Clinton Foundation and the Clinton email scandal and the fact that even, even former Attorney General Mukasey said she broke four laws. I wish there was as much focus on that as there is on Trump University I am today. sure most of the Republican Party wishes that, but Trump keeps bringing the focus on himself. That's a good point. Marty Black, thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, Who we can end a, with Andrew saying that's a good point. Uh, there, no, no, we appreciate Dang. you coming on here. Look, look, the, this is Thanks what makes here, Marty. That's what it. makes this a democracy. That's what makes this a great show. We're going to be bringing people up here. Marty, thank you so much for coming up here. We really genuinely appreciate it. All right, when we come back, we're going to be right here at the Tradeway Election Central booth, right here at Golden Hall. I believe that they're opening this up to the public here. Should be fun. In just a matter of minutes. So are you coffeeed up, Andrea K? Because you still yeah. got two more hours with but me. But I don't. I, I've got. I've got uh, my dynamite. I got my coffee. I don't have my donuts, though, so I might have to send somebody on a donut run. I got Before we go to a break, I want to point out a lot of uh, ammunition uh, from the Never Trump people today was about, oh my gosh, and I even heard it today. Well, he must have said something wrong if he, even his own supporter like Newt Gingrich is coming out against him for his comments. Well, then I'm seeing breaking news that there's it's, it's been reported allegedly that Donald Trump refused $200 million in donations to take Newt Gingrich as the vice president, and that is why suddenly Newt has taken a turn. So, I don't know, that's the word on the street, but we got more. Yeah, coming we are at live you. at Golden Hall. I hope you can join us down here. Wave at us if you walk by. We're in the back corner at the trade election central booth kcbq the answer and we'll be back right here with craig sewing and andrea k in just a moment this program on am 1170 the answer is sponsored by allied media group intelligence conservative talk this is am 1170 the answer service of salem media group on the nasdaq salm kcbq san diego 
With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Polls have closed in New Jersey, the first of six states holding presidential primaries today. Donald Trump has won the Republican New Jersey primary. And in the Democratic primary, the race between Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton is too close to call. We're awaiting results of the five other states holding primaries, including California, which is a winner-take-all state. Senator Bernie Sanders says he is disappointed and upset that the Associated Press declared rival Hillary Clinton the presumptive nominee on the eve of today's election in California. The AP reported yesterday that Clinton had secured the delegates needed to be the Democratic nominee. Sanders said the calculation is based on what he called anonymous commitments from party insiders and Democratic officials. On Wall Street, the Dow by 18 points to 17,938. The Nasdaq dropped seven. The S&P up by three. This is SRN News. These days, people send their children to college to learn a trade that no one in the family has done before. They move away, they work for someone who doesn't love them, and then they trade their infinitely valuable time for a little bit of someone else's money. The old plan was to get a job but lay aside each month and later start a family business. As the owner, you leverage the time of others and earn off hundreds of man hours per day. It's called financial leverage. At Tradeway, we teach you to start a family business by trading stocks. The added benefit is that each generation teaches the next and builds on these skill sets and your children have the competitive advantage of experience. That's a great plan for potentially creating generational wealth. Coming to the Doubletree by Hilton San Diego Mission Valley, June 24th and 25th. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. There are so many great reasons to enjoy the San Diego Air and Space Museum in Balboa Park, including the first and best 3D, 4D theater in the park, unlimited viewings, part of your general admission at the San Diego Air and Space Museum, plus the optional simulator rides, the best you can find anywhere, state-of-the-art fun, and Da Vinci, the ultimate innovator. It's a limited-time exhibition there right now at the San Diego Air and Space Museum in Balboa Park. Check it out online now. DaVinciSanDiego.com The hometown advantage. You can see it in that new shop down on Main Street, in the office downtown, the factory by the river, and the farm down the road. It's because of people like Reggie in finance and Ruth, the paramedic. Keisha, the designer, has it, and so does Orlando, the nurse. They live around here. They care about this community. They work hard to succeed. And that makes a difference. At HelpWantedSanDiego.com, we're proud to work the hometown advantage. We work it around the clock, connecting local employers and local job seekers with local jobs they're good at, jobs they deserve. Post your job today and search a database of resumes to find, select, and hire the best local employees. Employees who live close by, close to family and friends, close to home. That's the hometown advantage. HelpWantedSanDiego.com. Local jobs that work. This is AM 1170, The Answer. This program on AM 1170, The Answer, is sponsored by Allied Media Group. You're listening to election coverage on AM 1170, The Answer, live from the Tradeway Election Central booth. 
All right, welcome back. Craig Sewing here with Andrea K. Live at Golden Hall. Good to have you here. Yeah, you know, I had I had all this. Look at this. You see this? <laughs> tell tell the audience what what I'm holding here. You're holding a whole large yellow notepad full a of notes of all chicken kinds of scratching. To topic ideas all that we kinds never of got topics, to. Topics, notes. We haven't touched a single thing on this piece of paper, and that is what you get when you don't have teleprompters and you have authentic conversations. So far, so good. Yeah, live radio. We still got Love two it. hours, and I understand you're starting to see it now. We are That's at Golden right. Hall. Let's give our audience a quick visual here. So when we first got here about an hour ago all of the media hubs were here from tv to radio mm -hmm. so we got started at six o'clock at seven which is now right yeah my watch little, honestly is right so a little bit past yeah. seven uh, the public is going to start coming in here and start filling this thing up. Obviously, today, June 7th, was a very big day. So you're, you're starting to see people come through, the energy level pick up. You should certainly stop by and wave at us. We are at the Tradeway Election Central booth in the back left corner. Is that a good instruction? I'm terrible direction. I'm a man. You should be given directions. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And I don't even need a map. Yeah, you're right. It is on Basically, the Basically, come Craig. in a Golden Hall and look, look towards the back, and there we are. Look for the lady in red. Uh, also right. joining us here, we have Chris Cates, who is out of District 6. So we're going to get we're getting local here. Chris, good to have you, man. Yeah. Thanks for having me. So we just kicked Marty Block out of here. We're like, this guy. No, <laughs> no it's, good, it's good to have him no, out here as fun. well. No, that was fun. But Chris, so, so a little bit of a local touch here. Uh, Andrea Kay, during the commercial break, asked you what was most important to you uh, this time around. What say you? It's re-electing Mayor Kevin Faulkner. He's done an amazing job in his short time on as mayor of our city, and we want to make sure that we have him for a full four years coming up at the end of this year. And I think he's done an amazing job in getting us right side as a city after the disaster of Mayor Filner. Yeah, it's he didn't have a tough act to follow. <laughs> but yeah. uh, no, I think uh, I, I've been impressed by Mayor Faulkner as well, just from a personal standpoint. Uh, Andrea and I were talking, you know, we, we have a real big focus on national politics, it's always kind of been a passion of ours. But on the local level, I've had the ability to meet a lot of great people uh, out of city council. I've had the ability to meet mayor, people running for the uh, different districts of Congress. And as a as a person, I've, I've really enjoyed him. We did an event last week. We had 2,000 plus of the real estate community there. Yeah. And uh, he came, he spoke at the event. Uh, he was very well received. I think he's pro-business. I think he's very thoughtful. Uh, so I, I tend to, to agree with you on that one. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that he's a really great guy. I have heard that. But I'm curious what you think in terms of you're saying we want him reelected. Tell people why. Give at least three accomplishments sure. of his that you think deserve reelection. I think first and foremost, from a, a local standpoint, we worked very hard to pass pension reform back in 2012. Yeah. We are a model city for the entire country when it comes to pension reform and taking those savings and reinvesting them back in neighborhoods. And there was a lot of pressure from folks on the other side of the aisle to try to undo the will of the voters. And he's been very steadfast in making sure that we are upholding pension reform and we're gonna be using those savings to reinvest back into our neighborhood. So first and foremost, that's where I stand with him is making mm -hmm. sure that we protect what the voters passed overwhelmingly back in 2012. Secondly, he's made it a priority to invest in infrastructure. And when I was walking doors back in 2014 and talking to voters, and even now with some candidates that I'm supporting this time around, the priority of residents in the city of San Diego is invest in infrastructure. And yes, what, you finally paved my street. Thank you. Oh, there you see. Exactly. <laughs> hey, streets. I, I got mine done this last month, too. Exactly. It's pretty nice. Exactly. And so when you look at this proposed budget for the upcoming 
fiscal year that begins on July 1, he's proposing to invest more than $300 million in our local infrastructure, more than $100 million in roads, the highest of any amount in the city's history. That's a very big deal to say that I'm going to prioritize funding for infrastructure and make sure invest in, investments from our revenue sources is going to those, those sources. Andrea, I keep hearing investment, I hear yeah. roads, yeah. I hear uh, programs, all, all I really hear is chargers. What, what about <laughs> <Yeah>. the chargers? <laughs> I mean, well, I, I'm not going to speak on behalf of the mayor. I know he's taking a, a long, hard look at the initiative and talking with the chargers and meeting with them. From myself, from my standpoint, I have opposed the initiative. I have made it no secret where I stand. I've read the 114-page initiative numerous times. And so I what, what does that mean if you oppose sure. the initiative? I, I'm assuming that doesn't mean you oppose the Chargers being here. You Not at all. The, no, absolutely. Absolu yeah. Everybody wants the Chargers absolutely, to stay. Absolutely, absolutely. But what they have gone and done is they drafted in their own initiative, and they're out collecting signatures right now. Right. So I'm sure Everywhere. you've gone to Target or Vons or wherever yeah, else. Yeah, they're, they're always at my Vons. Exactly. So they're out collecting signatures to put something on a future ballot. November, potentially, we'll see what happens. But the initiative as they've drafted it, as it stands today, I've opposed. I've read it numerous times. Can you give us the nits of it? Why do sure. you oppose it? Yep. So first, first and foremost, it's very ambiguous when it comes to how the costs are going to be determined based upon the city uh, and the chargers versus the convention center and the stadium. Gotcha. And when you're taking a $1.8 billion civic project, which would be the largest that I know of in the city's history, and you are very ambiguous about where those costs are going to be yeah. al aligned, you would never ask us to put a billion dollar civic center project or city hall project without knowing the nuts and bolts right. what's going to it's going to cost. So it's very ambiguous about where the dollars are going to be spent. It's reducing our investment in tourism marketing, which is a, a third largest source of revenue as a city is tourism. Mm -hmm. And if you're reducing that money that goes to marketing, that's less money we're out there trying to attract conventioneers and visitors to San Diego. And so at this point. The, the ambiguity of the measure, the reduction in investments in tourism marketing is why I'm opposed to the initiative. Gotcha. What about your thoughts on the national scene, right? So you, Chris Cates tied here at the, uh, the 6th District, came out today and you're saying Mayor Faulkner is a guy to support, but what about on the national level? I mean, this is what's got a lot of people's attention. Sure. So what are your thoughts here? Well, I'm, I'm a, I've been uh, a, lot of, a lot of efforts in the last few weeks talking about the Republican Party uh, the GOP brand and what I stand for uh, when it comes to the party. And as a whole of the party, as a Filipino-American, uh, my, my father was an immigrant to this country, uh, I'm a big believer in trying to have a very big tent party, making sure that the nuts and bolts of what we stand for as a party gets communicated to everybody in San Diego, in California, or the country, whether it be national security issues, whether it be the economy, jobs, small businesses, at a local level, public safety, the educational system, that's what I'm trying to communicate out to, to folks more Got to put you else. on the spot. You Thoughts supporting on Trump? When, sure. when Trump, Trump is the presumptive <laughs> nominee, are you yes. supporting Trump? I am not. I am not supporting Donald Trump. Um, I don't Does think- that, doesn't, doesn't that mean, therefore, that you're supporting Hillary by-, by not, not at all, not, not at all. I, I, I believe that at this point in time that he uh, has not expressed what I envision as a leader of the party. And- So uh, then what's the option? 
Well, the option is to try to get the Republicans elected locally, and that's what I've been focused on, is whether it be from just, the mayor and just, select. And give up on the national? Give up not on the presidency? Not at all. Again, when I go out and communicate, I was up in L.A. yesterday uh, speaking to a Filipino-American television channel talking about what the party stands for. And I think that uh, when it comes to voters, that they need to be looking not only at a federal level, but at a statewide level and a local level. And I'm a big believer in all politics is local. And I think the impact of Republican candidates at a local level will have a huge impact, and people need to monitoring that. So while you're voting for president at the top of the ticket, you have to also go down ballot and look at your state legislature, look at your congressional candidates, look at your city council candidates, look at your mayor, and what do they stand for? And I think that the Republican Party at a local level here in San Diego is what I believe in. I think we've done it right here in San Diego, and that's what I'm fighting for every single day, whether it be electing Mayor Faulkner or our congressional candidates, that's what I'm that's what I'm fighting for every single day. Shouldn't we be fighting against, though, uh, a third term of Obama and a Hillary Clinton uh, presidency uh, uh, from uh, the uh, email scandal and the Clinton Foundation? Uh, absolutely. By, the corruption? By, uh, absolutely. I think Hillary Clinton is absolutely the wrong direction to go as a party. And I'm a big believer that I don't think she's going to be the right candidate. I think she's the right person to lead this country uh, into the next year. And well, then, the it's, then that only leaves Trump, though. Uh, and I, again, I don't think from my standpoint of where I stand today, he is not what I would want out of a Republican Party nominee. Hey, that's for- where Paul Ryan was two weeks ago, right? So yeah. Chris Cates, I appreciate yeah. coming here and talking a little yep. local politics. Thank you. Appreciate uh, Thank dropped you. some knowledge here today. Uh, we'll get you back on here soon enough. But tonight we've got to get Thanks, back Fred. to Golden Hall. Thank you. We have people that are now st- starting to trickle in here. It's, uh, yeah. I don't know, the energy level's picking up. I, I would anticipate probably around 7.30 or so we should start getting into some of the results that we're seeing and give some updates. Uh, we have uh, some great guests lined up. This is Craig Sewing hosting today. If you want to follow me on social media, go to craigsewing.com. And, of course, the Andrea K. But uh, let's go ahead and take it a break. We'll be back here at the Tradeway Election Central booth. KCBQ, back in a moment. You're listening to Election Coverage on AM 1170, The Answer. Hey, Craig Sewing, host of the Craig Sewing Show, where I am committed to helping you win in any marketplace. We talk so much about politics and the financial markets and real estate, really important stuff. Much of it you can't control. Well, I want to give you a piece of advice today on something you can control. What if I told you I could help you make more money without earning another dime? I know it sounds crazy, but the reality is it's through your tax plan. So many people rely on CPAs to do their taxes for you. At the end of the year, you're going to see if you're getting money back or if you owe money and you call that a tax plan. That is not a tax plan. That's just shuffling papers and seeing what happens. I got to introduce you to our good friend with Jennings Financial Group, Douglas Jennings. Doug Jennings can help you reduce your tax liability, do it legally, ethically, and get you well on your way. This is something that you can control. You can do it today. I highly encourage you visit them online, JenningsFinancialSD.com. JenningsFinancialSD.com. It's not what you make. It's what you keep. Visit Doug online today, JenningsFinancialSD.com. Hey, Craig Sewing here, consumer activist. You hear me every day at 6 p.m. on KCBQ. My goal is to help you win in any marketplace. One of the things that applies to every single person that listens to our show and that's listening right now, you have a credit score, and more likely than not, it has inaccuracies on it. Nobody seems to understand how these things work. Here's what I can tell you. I have a credit expert that's a partner in the show named Aran Sinai. I call him the credit magician. If you've ever had any issues with your credit, you want to get your scores up, maybe a foreclosure, bankruptcy, or maybe just a collection. You know the city of San Diego can send parking tickets to collections? Crazy. Well, bad credit's a choice. Reach out to Aran Sinai. How do you do that? You go to our website, AmericanDreamElite.com. AmericanDreamElite.com. 
hit me up on the contact form. I'll connect you with Iran. AmericanDreamElite.com. If you've ever had any credit issues whatsoever, AmericanDreamElite.com. You're listening to election coverage on AM 1170, The Answer, live from the Tradeway Election Central booth. These headphones. Oh. This is what happens when you're at a live show. You I gotta, know. You right? got to give Craig Sewing the warning. <laughs> like, I need like a countdown. Oh, thank you for tuning in. We're live at Golden Hall covering the election here today. Of course, I'm your host, Craig Sewing, with our good friend, Andrea Kay. Yes. Follow both of us online. Andrea Kay is easy to find on social media. She's very active. For me, craigsewing.com. You'll see that we got the daily TV show, The American Dream. And it, it's kind of cool being down here. The, the crowd's picking up a little bit. It's uh, This at is the a place that people election, go. At the Tradeway Election Central booth here on AIM 1170, The Answer. We, I think we have the biggest crowd of every booth. We Would do. Would you agree? I mean, it is like standing room only in our section. Everyone else is a little empty, but we are, we got a lot of people here. We do. They're about to start the wave. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Ernie White's giving us the wave. Uh, We got joining us us in studio. You've heard this guy on our show for years. You've seen him on the American Dream, our television show. He's my go-to guy for financial advice. Dave Elhoff joins us in studio. Also, no shortage of opinions coming out of this guy. (laughs) So you you had the uh, opportunity to drive and listen to the show on the way in. Oh, I certainly did, Mr. Sewing and AK. You know, I don't know how AK kept it together. You know what? I'm just, I guess I'm just I think so we, we gave him Boy, a fair shake. I mean, we, we gave him a fair calm. shake. I was calm. Are you jealous, Elhoff? Because yes. I'm never the calm with you. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into it. Let's talk about the hot topics of the day. This thing of oh, the judge. I tell you what the hot topic of the day is, is that the, the media, the mainstream media today has it out. They're the ones that thought that Trump was a joke starting out, so mm-hmm. they kept on playing him, giving him all the free airplane, airplay time to try and point out his deficiencies. But what really happened, it caused a snowball effect, that he got this free publicity, and suddenly he's at the top. And it's mainly because of the mainstream media that he's there. But now they don't know what quite to do with it. The funniest thing, talk about dogs chasing their tail. Here's a media that could not get enough of Trump because he is a a ratings rainmaker for every (laughs) outlet. Exactly right. Entertainment. So they absolutely love him. I mean, I'm sure that they are minting money at all of these major networks. Now what they have on their hands is a guy who has real momentum, who's going to take down their darling, perhaps, in Hillary Clinton. So they've given them all this coverage, and now it, the, obviously the mainstream media, other than maybe Fox News or conservative radio, is heavy left. And so now what they have is they have the situation where they've put this guy up on a pedestal, and he's taken every opportunity he can. Meanwhile, Hillary Clinton, by the way, doesn't How do they, any coverage. I gotta, no, I gotta jump in here. How have they put him on a pedestal? You gotta remember going back to that, that debate where he was flat out attacked. Actually, the entire field was attacked by a certain uh, woman. So Trump was not put on a pedestal by the media. No, but the point is this, he, Andrea, is he's that got he's gotten the press he's controlled and the media. As much, sure, that's fair. As much as whatever he said that we thought might have been the smartest thing to say, he has turned it around and made it a plus, and he's gotten positive. Is it like... Any kind of advertising is good advertising. Any kind of publicity is good. I actually want to chime in here because earlier we were talking about the uh, the San Diego uh, when, when Trump came in his rally, and there and was what happens? How many how many news trucks were down there covering his rally? 
I mean, it's, hoping that it, something would explode. Uh, of course, and, well, and our police did a phenomenal job. I mean, how impressive were the San yeah, Diego police? Yeah, we didn't have in San Diego what they had up in San Jose. But, but you know what? I'm, I'm trying to. I'm putting two to two, two and two together here. So Trump recently makes the comment about the judge and the Mexican. People are probably at this point pretty angry uh, about seeing the Mexican flags waved at the rallies, the punches, the eggs being thrown, the make uh, America Mexico again. These aren't racist comments. Anybody should be upset with that. I would never go to another country and wave the American flag. And by the way, this, this, what's, so, what's such a catch-22 about it is you don't have to be here. So you, why would you go take your flag to another country and wave it around? It just doesn't make a bit of sense to me. Now, there's some, and we mentioned this earlier, that it's a democracy, protesting rallies, it's all fine. But you know how ugly it's gotten. I wonder if Trump, uh, in his comment about the Mexican judge, he's actually from Indiana, not necessarily Mexican, Mexican heritage, if he just poorly timed something where he was trying to strike a vein of well, anger with people when they're saying that that he was misconstrued, which is very possible. But I, I do believe now with all these Republicans, uh, Paul Ryan and Newt Gingrich, they should have done that over the phone to Mr. Trump or through their contacts with Mr. Trump. They shouldn't have called him out on it. Because if you want to put that kind of level of, of uh, political correctness on Mr. Trump, then you also need to do it with Sotomayor. You yeah. need to do it with Hillary Clinton. You need to do it with Julian Bond. You need to do it with all these other people who have said these racist comments and they got a free free and that always yeah, Paul, Ryan, Paul Ryan has never Paul busted Ryan. anybody on the left the way that he did. And I, and I just reported earlier, somebody sent me a link to an article that the reason why Newt uh, turned was because he was involved and in, I guess there was an offer of $200 million to the Trump campaign to pick him as VP. <laughs> and that maybe there might be a little bit of bad blood. But, but you know, it, there's actually, uh, I think I think while Trump articulated it poorly, I think he's got a valid point. Do we not all know clearly the activists that we have on the bench? And if we didn't know that there was activists on the bench, why would we care so much about the nominees on the Supreme Court? Well, and that's why it's going to be very important election coming up on who's going to be, because it's going to determine what's going to happen on the Supreme Court for years to come. That's Andrea. right. So and when I hear somebody like the gentleman we had on previously saying that, you know, he's not for Hillary, but but and he's for Republicans and causes, but yet he's never Trump. That doesn't make sense to me, because if you care either. about this, if you care about this country, you have got exactly. to be and you have got to care and see that a Hillary Clinton presidency is worse than anything you can possibly conjure up with Donald Trump. But even if you think that they're equal in terms of how they would preside, you're going to reward her after Benghazi. Well, Benghazi and everything else that she's ever been a part of. She doesn't have anything that she's ever done that turned out well. And in fact, just recently, just yesterday, so many of these people, these never Trumpers are all about constitutional purity. Meanwhile, she was caught in an interview, asked about the Second Amendment, and she's, oh, it's nuanced about this and that. Make And, and uh, one article today said, make no mistake about it, Hillary Clinton is coming after your guns. She already said in a debate with Bernie Sanders that their plan was to make, make it possible for gun manufacturers to be held responsible for any time that there's any kind of mass shootings. Yep. So uh, the Second Amendment, is reason enough alone to get out and vote. And in fact, I got to give a mention to an organization that I just recently um, 
got involved with. It's the San Diego County gun owners. Their whole thing is about vetting candidates to make sure that we are electing officials that are pro-Second Amendment. Because let me tell you, the Second Amendment was not about hunting and being able to go out and shoot a deer. It was about protecting us against the overreach of a government. That's the holy grail for them. And our old police force already know what the difference is about protection when they go against criminals that have better weapons than they do. That's right. <laughs> Yes. Well, Elhoff, we got about 60 seconds with you yeah. here. You are our financial advisor for the show. We have you on the American Dream, our TV show all the time, just giving a good update on the market. What? Uh, give us some advice here. Here's the advice right now. We got a lot of uncertainties, folks, that's coming. And you saw the market flip-flop over the last couple of weeks. You're going to see that more so going through this election. I mean, it's a volatile time. Yep. And there's volatile things going on in the world, uncertainty throughout the world. So what the point is of this is, is that you've got to have strategies to combat those issues. And there's many out there, but you need to have people that know it. As an advisor, does it matter to you who's president of the United States? No, it does not it? matter Don't who's care. president. No, I, I, I do care because right. I love the country. And uh, what's happened in the last eight years, our country's gotten weaker. I want a strong country. I want a man in charge that is uh, commander in chief that we can look into the future and know that we're heading in the right direction. Freedom is not free. Mm -hmm. And we talk about it all the time. This is a 50 year or 60 year, 64, 74th year reunion of D-Day yesterday. Yeah. And we lost a lot of troops there. Korean War started about uh, in 1950, so that would make it uh, uh, 65 years ago. We lost 35,000 people there, fighting non-freedom type of countries, and that's what it's about. Hey, Freedom is up, not free. Up until today, people yeah. are people are. We have a volunteer military that is putting their lives on the line for us today. Yeah. Right. So we can go back in history. Uh, this country has become the, the strongest force for good to ever inhabit the earth. And it's because of those who serve our country, many of whom have made the ultimate sacrifice. They still continue to do it today. And uh, we certainly support And the support entire United States is a free speech area. <laughs> you don't need to go to a college campus to have that. Yep. Dave Elhoff, financial advisor, ElhoffWealth.com. Connect with him. We are live at... Where are we? Golden, we're at Golden Hall. Hall. I, keep, I, I keep always like wanting to say Golden Hill because I, I drive to Golden Hill all the time. We're at Golden Hall uh, doing a live show covering the election. We're going to be here from 6 to 9. Uh, we got great interviews all lined up. Craig Sewing and Andrea Kay will be back with you right here on KCBQ in just a moment. You're listening to election coverage on AM 1170, The Answer. Hey, San Diego, Craig Sewing here. Look, one of the things that nobody likes to hear is that they got bugs in their home. Almost all California homes have some sort of bug or termite problem. It's not a cool thing to have bugs running around your house, so I'm going to help you get rid of them. I want you to connect with Lloyd's Pest Control. These are our good friends at the Craig Sewing Show. They can help you. They've been in business putting bugs out of business since 1931. They'll do a free inspection for you. If you want to get your biggest investment checked out, make sure there's not bugs or termites, go to LloydPest.com. That's LloydPest.com. Dot com and get a free inspection of your real estate today. These days, people send their children to college to learn a trade that no one in the family has done before. They move away, they work for someone who doesn't love them, and then they trade their infinitely valuable time for a little bit of someone else's money. 
The old plan was to get a job but lay aside each month and later start a family business. As the owner, you leverage the time of others and earn off hundreds of man hours per day. It's called financial leverage. At Tradeway, we teach you to start a family business by trading stocks. The added benefit is that each generation teaches the next and builds on these skill sets and your children have the competitive advantage of experience. That's a great plan for potentially creating generational wealth. Coming to the Doubletree by Hilton San Diego Mission Valley, June 24th and 25th. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. Your home should be a place that you love coming to. Hi, I'm Nikki Klug, interior designer, and there is nothing I enjoy more than helping San Diegans live in homes that they fall madly in love with. I've helped hundreds of homeowners experience a sense of luxury, rejuvenation, and inspiration in their everyday lives. If you need help creating a home that you love, please visit me online at NikkiKlugDesign.com or call me at 619-948-7173. You're listening to election coverage on AM 1170, The Answer, live from the Tradeway Election Central booth. Uh, all right, welcome back to the show. Craig Sewing here with our good friend Andrea Kay from the Andrea Kay Show. And, of course, we're at the Tradeway Election Central booth. Andrea Kay giving me the nice point to remind <laughs> me to say all the important things around here. And it, it's a pretty cool experience. We're halfway already. Can you? Yeah, it's flown by. Yeah, we're doing okay. So we are halfway through. They are now letting the public in. If you want to come down to Golden Hall and check it out, we are in the back left. You will find us here. But certainly we'll be here till 9 o'clock. And then I know KCBQ has even more coverage beyond then. So you want to stick around with us all night long. Uh, joining us here, you know, I can't say in studio, can I? On the platform, on the stage? I mean, it's a lot cooler to say on the stage. But joining us on stage, Dan McAllister, who's a San Diego County treasurer, tax collector, the tax man. Thank you very much. Good to have nice you to here. see you. All right. Well, so do people like you, you as a tax collector? You know, we have tried to foster a relationship with people that was never seen before in San Diego County, and I think we've been successful. Uh, we have uh, uh, an incredible... Uh, panoply, if I could use that word, of uh, people working with us now. Our office now speaks 17 different languages uh, in an effort to educate and ultimately collect the taxes that are due. And we find with the ever-changing landscape of diversity uh, in our midst, it's important for us to educate people because an awful lot of people who move here legally uh, and take up residence, buy places, things of that sort, they owe taxes, but in the countries they come from, very often they don't have to pay a property tax. Right. So here we have to say this is a tradition we have, and it's called the property tax, and it occurs twice a year in California. So, so Dan, can we go into some opinions on the tax code? There's 70,000-something pages on it. It obviously is a very hot political topic, not just on the state level, but certainly the national level. You have businesses that are buying other businesses to do tax inversion. You have Governor Rick Perry, who was running commercials in San Diego, trying to pull jobs to Texas at one point. So taxes are an important issue. We obviously have to raise money as a country to pay for things. But how much are we taking from efficient businesses and putting it into the hands of the inefficient government? And that's where you hear things come along with shifting the tax code or a flat tax. So, you know, I just threw a lot at you. But what is your opinion on just the tax code and your philosophy on taxes? Well, I think it's very important to denote that there are 
multiple tax codes that we deal with. Uh, in the case that you're talking about, you're talking about the federal tax code, which uh, governs the IRS mm -hmm. and the, uh, the vaunted IRS that does the collection for income taxes around the country. Uh, there is a California tax code also mm -hmm. uh, that regulates our property taxes, right? right. The R&T code, the revenue and tax code for mm -hmm. California. And I think it's interesting because California, unbeknownst or unseen to a lot of people, becomes a model for the flat tax in many ways. Prop 13 is at the base of that flat tax theory. Mm -hmm. uh, in other words, it's a flat 1% of the purchase price, whether it's an expensive unit or a less expensive unit, and it applies to everybody equally. And it's a flat tax, and it has worked very well in California. Well, it's, it, it's worked well, I guess, in terms of tax policy, but there's a lot of Americans who are like, you know what? There's no such thing as real home ownership because I can I can live in my home mortgage-free, but as long as I have to pay my property taxes, I'm never really a homeowner because the second I don't pay it, I'm subject to having my home taken away from me. How do you make people feel better about property taxes? Well, I think that's, that's not true exactly, and I'll tell you why. Um, in California, there is a five-year grace period that people are offered. Uh, and we don't encourage it necessarily, but when people are having a hard time and can't pay their taxes on time, they have up to five years before those properties can actually be sold. So I think that's pretty ample time let, for most people me, to pay. Let me ask you this, Dan. Um, so that's if you have your house paid off. A lot of people don't have their house paid off. What are your thoughts on the interest deduction? That seems to be a, a big issue for a lot of voters, a lot of politicians. And just for anyone just tuning in, what does that mean? When you buy a house, the interest on your mortgage and the taxes are tax deductible, which is a heck of an incentive to buy a home. If you're paying, call it $2,500 a month in rent, and you went out and got a $500,000 mortgage, it's approximately three grand. When you net that tax advantage out, you're sometimes in many cases paying less in rent, uh, or excuse me, in a mortgage than you are in rent, plus you're owning it, if it appreciates, there's the pride of home ownership. So what, what do you think of the interest deduction? The home mortgage deduction is one of the best things that is there for home buyers. And I think that I've, I've even spoken with people here on the floor tonight of Election Central uh, who are from the real estate industry who tell me that if that mortgage deduction were ever to go away, it would it would force an instant dry up of the housing market. I, I, I agree with difficult. you. I'm, I'm a not I'm a just in real estate, too, but also in like construction, everything related to real everything estate. Oh, with, I mean, look at look summer. at a settlement statement of a, a real estate deal. You have you have a realtor, a, a listing agent, a processor, a, a loan officer, a transaction coordinator, escrow title, appraiser, inspector, credit report. I mean, there are so many jobs yeah. that are tied to a real estate transaction, not to mention the person selling is probably buying their own home. If you look at the advantage that it gives to the home buyer, I, I think it would be incredibly counterproductive to the housing market and, every, and have a massive ripple effect. But I want to get back to the, the idea of a flat tax. You know, for me, I, I, I find it challenging that we, we get upset with businesses for, for taking jobs overseas. Or I think it was Burger King bought Tom Horton last year. And we, we know the, 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 the big CEOs and the, the big corporations, they use these strategies to lower their tax uh, liability, which they can reinvest. At, at what point in time do you hate the player or hate the game? Uh, where if this is if something that they are able to do in a, in a global free marketplace, do you really blame the businesses or is there a problem with the tax code or the way we regulate it? And the reason I ask you, Dan, 
is your you're a completely unique point of view on all this. I'm genuinely interested in, in what your thoughts are. Well, I think the federal tax code, again, is very cumbersome. It's very costly to a lot of people. I think there would be, and there should be, a way to simplify that tax code. 70,000 pages, I think anyone would agree, is too onerous and too yeah. much. And I think there's a role for tax preparers. I think there's a role for CPAs that continues. I, I think that uh, uh, solidifying a promise and forcing people to hold their feet to the fire to cut back on this onerous tax code we call our federal tax code would be a great thing. I have to deal with the California tax code when it comes to the property taxes. And again, I would contend for you that the closest thing to a flat tax we know in America is Prop 13. And Prop 13 needs to stay around as far as I'm concerned. There's been a lot of movement and a lot of debating mm -hmm. in Sacramento as to whether to maybe bifurcate that right. and create a protection for homeowners and lift the protection for business owners. I think that that would have no other effect than to chase business out of California and it would be wrong to do that. Have you felt uh, given, I know that you're local and it's about property taxes, but right now anything related to taxes conjures up images of Lois uh, uh, Lerner. Oh, and the IRS and yeah. that whole scandal. I think they just released the names of all the all the conservative organizations that were targeted. So anything related to taxes kind of has a really bad implication. Do you? Well, what it, are your thoughts on the IRS scandal and Lois Lerner? Well, I think that uh, obviously there were some very, very big misdeeds there, and I think that still there is more to come in terms of exposing what all went on there. Uh, I think the issue, though, is holding people accountable. And when people aren't held accountable for mm -hmm. some of the misdeeds and some of the wrong deeds they do, I think then you have a system in chaos and it needs to be righted. It's a ship that needs to be righted. I will tell you that I suffer a little pain every time I go into church every yeah. week. And I sit in the very back pew mm -hmm. just in case they bring up a little sermon. I would be careful around to here. Some, to some of the tax collectors in the yeah. Bible who weren't behaving very well. It, you know, it's, an so, important, it's a really important issue. You know, here's the thing. You have to raise revenue to pay for things, right? Yes. We, we have to. Uh, but there's a, there's a fine line between pulling money out of the efficient businesses and putting it into the hands of inefficient government. And that's what becomes the political challenge uh, of not just the candidates, but how we vote. Uh, but Dan, I appreciate you coming up here. The tax collector, Dan McAllister, right out of San Diego. It's always interesting to have a unique point of view, which you obviously have. We appreciate you coming on the show. My pleasure, and thanks for all the great work that you all do. Oh, we, we, we try. Andrew Kay, we are past halfway point. Yeah, the audience is starting to fill up. I, now, I yeah. genuinely believe we have the biggest crowd. We do. Uh, of everyone here. If you want to stop. Shout by out Golden to the Hall, crowd out here. here. Uh, so we're here. Everyone who's tuned in on, on uh, KCBQ, live streaming online. Uh, you're listening to Craig Sewing and Andrea Kay on election night back here in just a moment. Thank Thanks you so much, much guys. Yeah. You're listening to election coverage on AM 1170, The Answer. Sewing. Don't forget, Craig is San Diego's number one consumer advocate. If you have any real estate or financially related needs, make sure you visit Craig online at craigsewing.com. That's craigsewing.com. Visit Craig today.
Hi, this is AJ Gupta from the Gupta Legal Center. You've probably seen us on the American Dream TV show and the Craig Sewing Radio Show. We're honored to be featured as the exclusive real estate attorney and honored to be trusted by Craig and all of his top producing realtors. Our office was also featured as a super lawyer representing California's top 5% of attorneys. You may not know whether you need an attorney or not. My suggestion is you kind of have an idea whether there's a problem or a question. So I suggest if you don't know whether you need an attorney or not, give us a call. We'd be happy to pick up the phone give you a call back, figure out what it is that you need to have addressed. If we can't or don't know the issue, then we can definitely point you in the right direction. Our phone number is 619-866-3444. That's 619-866-3444. And that's guptalc.com. G-U-P-T-A-L-C.com. Hey, Craig Sewing here. There's no shortage of commercials out there, whether it's TV, radio, even social media. And heck, I even saw an infomercial for solar You see it everywhere these days. Well, it's because solar is important. It can reduce your electric bill. It's good for the planet. And it's just a great thing to do with your home. It can add value to it. However, there is so much misinformation. Just because somebody is out there advertising does not make them a reliable source. I want to introduce you to my good friends with Baker Electric Solar. The owner, Mike Teresa, I've got to know him really well. This is the only company that I would recommend for you to reduce your electric bill through solar energy. Such a smart move. It's time to do it. Here's how you reach out to them, BakerElectricSolar.com, BakerElectricSolar.com. They will talk to you for free, they'll give you an assessment, and they will help you reduce that electric bill. And again, this is the only group that I trust, BakerElectricSolar.com. You're listening to Election Coverage on AM 1170, The Answer, live from the Tradeway Election Central booth. All right, welcome back to the show. Hosting here tonight, Andrea Kay, our good friend. And, of course, me, Craig Sewing. You can catch us every night on KCBQ at 6 p.m. Don't forget our TV show, The American Dream, uh, is on Channel 4, 1030 a.m. every day. Everything you can find at craigsewing.com. We have uh, had no shortage of content here, Andrea Kay. I, I, I laugh about the chicken scratchings that I have coming into today on different things I wanted to hit on through this three-hour show. We haven't touched any of it, but we've had some pretty good guests, huh? Yeah, we've covered a lot of topics. We've talked about everything from taxes to the the Trump judge controversy to uh, hit the Clinton Foundation and I or Lois Lerner. We've talked about it all. We we've had racist statements shouted out already today. We've, we've talked had to a never Trumper on here. We've got our first beer and I whatever even, the heck you're drinking and that I, I brought and, up. Are we and, allowed to share that? With? I don't know, but <laughs> I, I, I even busted you on being a guy and how yeah. you guys are with Called women me and out emotions. on being a, a man. Well, another great guest. Now, this this is, uh, this is interesting. Stephanie Myers joins us, who was on The Apprentice. Stephanie, oh. welcome to the show. Hello. So I want to I give you a better description than just being on The Apprentice, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But you have all these other accomplishments as well. So help us share with our audience what you got going on. Absolutely. I am a local top businesswoman. I work for a Fortune 100 company. Um, I am certified in a variety of things. So I'm also of Mexican heritage. I am still friends with Mr. Trump. Fabulous. I speak on his behalf. And the fact that he knows what I'm doing. Sometimes he watches my press, which he did last week, a week and a half when he was here, um, which is rare. He just caught me on the plane. Um, but I'm an accomplished woman, believe it or not who was driven and pushed hard by my relationship with Mr. Trump on The Apprentice. So it's interesting. So a woman, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Mexican heritage. Yep. And this is obviously the media is positioning you against Trump, right? Correct. And that's kind of the position that the mainstream media is taking. So you really counter a lot of that. But 
I trust your opinion more than I do the media because mm -hmm. you actually got to know the man. Yes. So it, talk about some of your experiences with Donald Trump and why you remain friends. And it, it sounds like I'm, you're a supporter. Absolutely. Okay. Number one, number one fan. Um, certain things, you know, when I hear people say, oh, he's a racist. Oh, he doesn't like We heard like that on women. the show tonight. All, I hear it all the time. I'll get stopped at the mall anywhere. Oh. Little do they know, I am half Mexican. My mom is Mexican. Mr. Trump likes her. He knows her. You know, the fact that people are so quick to judge when they don't really learn and get to know an actual person as an individual. Um, you guys probably are aware when they were talking about the Bernie Sanders debate that Mr. Trump was willing to raise between 10 to $15 million on women's health issues. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't know, look at his organization for half of it's all women. Yeah, it's what I said. We had a guest on earlier who was referring to him as racist, and I said because of a comment that he made about yeah. the judge, and I felt like he had every right to question somebody's political leanings who's going to be presiding over an important case in his life, and I said I have not heard of one, one instance where Trump has been proven to be a racist in his business dealings. No, and I have not as well. What do you I've think of the judge, the, the, the whole judge controversy, if that's what you yes. call it? So, so Trump makes this comment. It's, yep. The, the media loves this stuff, not only because it's an, an opportunity to attack Trump, but it's great for ratings. Mm -hmm. So these things tend to stick around for quite some time. But having known Trump, yep. having Mexican heritage, what was your reaction when this came out? And of course, he had the interview as well with, with Jake Tapper. But what was your thoughts? So my thoughts on that is everyone's entitled to their opinion. For those of us that know him, we know how he really feels. He is not racist. Um, there's a lot of Mexican people around him. What people also are quick to judge is, you know, there's a lot of well-educated Mexican folks out there. So people are quick to judge. Yeah, he may have made statements, but I have never in any of my dealings ever witnessed him ever be racist by any means. What people also don't know, we have a mutual dear friend who happens to be gay and married to his life partner. People would never guess that one of Trump's dearest friends is from the LGBT community. People don't ever want to show the good and the variety and diversity we have amongst our friendships and our, our social circle. So you know what, he could say something about that and guess what, it's just everyone's entitled to their opinion. I personally have never once ever witnessed anything like that. Hmm. Let's talk about what you did witness in one of the most successful TV franchises yes. of all time. Yes. The Apprentice. Yes. Take us inside. Tell us something we don't, because yeah, I've watched, I watched every, I watched every season. I love it's that like show. We're here at Golden Hall. I feel like we have to be talking <laughs> politics. We're yeah. sitting next to the, the whole time I'm wanting to ask about The Apprentice, the experience. I mean, tell us a little bit about it. Absolutely. So I was number one in my field when I made it. I lived in San Diego at the time. I still live here in Del Mar. Um, one of the interesting things is uh, when you get in a fight with Mr. Trump. It's mm. always interesting. So when you're filming a show like that, you forget the cameras are there. Really? You just don't even remember them being there. And I remember one time he said, Stephanie, you're a disaster. And I was like, <gasps> what? Me? I'm number one in my field. What are you talking about? I'm perfect. <laughs> I'm perfect. <laughs> but it's interesting because um, I wouldn't talk to him for a week. I wouldn't look at him. I wouldn't acknowledge wow. him. And I was so crushed. My ego was crushed. No one's ever made me look bad before. However, it took George to let us know that, hey, you know, he's just pushing you further. And, and you know, I, I've been yelled at 
Andrea you know, K. Yeah, this, perfect. This, this, even though we have a live audience, yeah. this is a radio show. Yes. Can you just to describe our audience? When you look at Stephanie, don't you kind of get the idea she's got some fire in her? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> when I hear Trump, I was, the, like, uh, yeah. I was like, Trump said that to you? Oh man. Yeah, but no. you know what? She is the epitome of what we called. I, I come from corporate sales um, oh, in, in yeah. my background. Yeah. And I worked with a lot of amazing Latina, successful Latina women, and we had a term. It was hot witch, and that was like the highest compliment. And if you're a hot witch, you can take it. You can Absolutely. take it from, from somebody like that. You could, and it, because it's actually coming from a place of wanting to help you. And you know, a good tip that I always try to do, because I mentor a lot of women, is every time I see him, he always asks me, what three failures did you do today? No matter what that. I'm at. So I'll give you an example. He'll say, Stephanie, what three failures did today? Well, I tried to write this contract for like a million dollars. Well, why didn't you write it for 10? Ah. <laughs> Challenging you, pushing um, you. You know, or, or another example, so a failure, I was buying a home. So a lot of us that came off The Apprentice, the early stages, we made decent money. Mm -hmm. Stephanie, what'd you do with all the money I made you? Heaven <laughs> forbid I had skills to make right, money. Right, right, right. So I was home shopping and I said, well, I found a home in this certain area that I won't say for 600 grand, and but it's 5,500 square feet. But then I found this little shack in Del Mar for this amount of money. He's like, nope, location, location, location. Mm. But his first comment was, why aren't you buying three homes and not you know, only one? Right. I go, I don't have the money. He goes, then you're not failing. The worst you can do is start from where, let's say I bought three and I went bankrupt. He always says, you got to set yourself up for failure because if you don't, that's how you get ahead. That's how you succeed. I love that you brought that up because one of the criticisms against him is the fact that he has filed for bankrupt bankruptcy. His companies has, not him personally. Point. Let, me, let me make something really clear on this whole bankruptcy thing mm -hmm. because this thing pisses me off. Mm -hmm. All right, it's one thing to file a bankruptcy on a business, which many yep. business people do. Uh, the way that he gets... Uh, attacked by the media for having filed a bankruptcy. The yep. way that Mitt Romney got uh, attacked when he said that Detroit should have filed bankruptcy or GM should have yep. filed bankruptcy. That's one of the greatest things about this country. Now, I've never filed a bankruptcy, but as a business owner and entrepreneur, I know exactly what the papers look like. Yeah, absolutely. And the reality is, is we, we created this country so there is no debtor's jail. Mm -hmm. The country gets along better when you have entrepreneurs and people creating jobs, not, not at the mercy of creditors. And you can only file it under the law. You can only yep. do it so often. And if a business files bankruptcy, that's one thing. There's a reason the laws protect them. But I, I want to make the point for consumers. One of the jobs I have on my TV show, The American Dream, is to protect consumers. Mm -hmm. The bankruptcy code is one of the best laws that exists for a consumer. People that are out here right now that have debt, that are being chased by creditors, that are, that are losing their marriages, some of them losing their lives. Mm -hmm. When the country does not benefit by you being riddled in debt, we benefit by you being free-minded and being able to be entrepreneurial, invest the money. Again, laws protect you. There is no debtor's jail. That's one of the yep. great things about the country. And the idea that if someone filed a bankruptcy, it makes them a failure, that is, it's, it's the most not. disgusting thing. Because not only does it attack business owners that have had to do it, but anyone in this crowd right now that's yep. had to file a bankruptcy, it doesn't mean you're broke. It's the law protecting you and you get back on track. And look, and you have to qualify right. for it. And it's an example of the risk that entrepreneurs take. Again, what three risks can be taken, you know? And I always, I mentor, I, I actually go on speaking engagements on how to embrace failure, because you're not going to be successful unless you fail. I don't know any successful businessman that it never failed. Right, they Ray Kroc failed 14 times. I, to this day, don't know any billionaires who's never declared bankruptcy as part of their corporation. They have not personally, mm -hmm. but as part of their, their businesses, business. they have. And that's how you learn and grow.
Stephanie Myers, well, we appreciate you coming on here, giving Thank us you. a unique perspective on Donald Trump, who you know I'm personally have a friendship. You're on The Apprentice. We got to see you around again. You're in Del Mar. We got the TV I'm show. Here. Right we got to have her on both of our shows. <laughs> there you go. All right, Andrea Kay, we are live at Golden Hall. You're listening to the Craig Sewing Show with Andrea Kay, and uh, it's starting to fill up now. So if you want to come by, wave at us, uh, but also continue to stay tuned in. We're going to be giving you updates. We have great interviews all night long. Stick around. You're listening to KCBQ back in a moment. Thank you. It's been called the greatest libertarian show on earth, attended by Donald Trump, Steve Forbes, Glenn Beck, and the most brilliant conservative minds today. It's Freedom Fest, July 13th through the 16th at the Planet Hollywood in Las Vegas. This year, come here Senator Rand Paul, author George Gilder, Judge Andrew Napolitano, and more. And don't miss your chance to win $25,000 in prizes organized by Shark Tank's Kevin Harrington. Register now at freedomfest.com and save $100 by using the code SALEM, all caps, at freedomfest.com. If you've ever wondered what it would be like to experience the magnificent beauty of the Sistine Chapel, the historic Western Wall in Jerusalem, and the beauty of the Greek island of Santorini while sailing pristine waters on a five-star cruise ship, your opportunity now awaits to discover for yourself cities of antiquity and the origins of culture and faith. A journey awaits you this fall on the footsteps of the Apostles' Mediterranean Cruise, September 22nd through October 9th. For more information, visit am1170theanswer.com. Are you intimidated by the world of investing? I'm Pastor David Mitchell, founder of Tradeway. We're here to help you break down the confusing world of finance so that you can understand it. Tradeway isn't your typical Wall Street investment advisory firm. We keep it fun, simple, and personal from day one. We offer our students a powerful education on how to trade in the U.S. stock and options market, coupled with sound investment advice, and all from our family business. We're here to help you reach your biggest goals through taking small steps. And that first step is attending our next two-day training event called Step One, Start Your Journey. Join us and bring your family. Coming to the Doubletree by Hilton San Diego Mission Valley, June 24th and 25th. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. You're listening to Election Coverage on AM 1170, The Answer. All right, welcome back to the show. Craig Sewing here. I want to remind you that if you want to follow us uh, when we're not doing this live show, craigsewing.com every day at 6 p.m. I also have the TV show, The American Dream. Andrew Kay has stepped out for a moment, rightfully show. So it is a three-hour show, and I think she had to use the restroom. Is that what's going on? <laughs> Did you have to do that? Fill up your dream? I am a human being. Oh, man. But I am back. Did you miss me? Yeah, I, I did miss you, and I, I got to be honest with you. I am uh, pleasantly surprised by Lisa bringing in just amazing guests. I mean, right. the audience is filling up. I continue to make the statement we have the largest crowd uh, in, in the audience. They're even starting the wave. Uh, but we've had amazing guests. And look, we've had a really diverse conversation already, yes. and it, it only gets better from here on out. Mm -hmm. So I want to introduce our next guest. And pardon me if I don't say the name properly, but Harmeet Dillon. And Harmeet, you were just brought up here, and you have so many things that that attach to you on a resume here. Just tell us what you do. Help me better do this because I'll screw it up. 
Sure. Well, in addition to being a trial lawyer in San Francisco, I'm also the vice chairman of the California Republican Party. I'm a delegate in San Francisco for Donald Trump uh, when he wins there tonight. And I'm also the new RNC National Committee woman representing California at the Republican National Committee. Right, and that is what I tried to read off the back of your car. I was like, you know what, I'll just allow her to say it. So we've, uh, we've dove into local politics a bit tonight. You, I think, would be better speaking on the national political scene. You're a delegate for Trump. Ex explain to our audience exactly what that means. Sure, so California has the largest delegation, and California is one of two states where each of the candidates actually pick their own slate of delegates in advance. So in each of our 53 congressional districts in uh, California, there are three delegates for Donald Trump, and there are three delegates for, for Ted Cruz and some of the other candidates as well. There are also uh, 10 at-large delegates for whoever wins the most votes statewide. And then finally, there are three sitting delegates to the RNC, the National Committee Man, National Committee Woman, and State Party Chairman for a total of 172 delegates. And then on top of that, we're also sending 169 alternates and then a bunch of guests. So there are almost 800 people in the California delegation. Well, you know, it can be so confusing, this whole delegate situation. We've got the Republican Party has their delegate situ you know, rules that are different, and then it varies by state. We've got a whole but a lot of controversy going on right now with the Democrats. Sure. Because we've got Hillary, I guess, that was declared. They've got these super delegates going on over there, and then the Bernie supporters are like, what do you mean she was already announced? Uh, as the nominee. Speak to that if you can. Sure. We don't have superdelegates in our party. It's much more small d democratic. And so, um, you know, in each state, there are delegates generally picked either by the state party or in this case by the candidates themselves. So it's a lot fairer. And if the candidate won that state, those delegates are bound to vote for that candidate. So regardless of what the personal feelings are. Now, in the case of uh, California, Mr. Trump picked these delegates in advance. So there's no question about people's loyalty. But in some of the states, there's controversy because yes. the state party may be controlled by Cruz or by Rubio or by uh, Bush supporters, yet they're the ones picking the delegates, yet Mr. Trump may have won the election in those states. So that's where the controversy comes in. But the RNC rules are that delegates have to be bound by some law regarding that. So generally speaking, they're bound in one ballot to vote for whoever won their state. Speak to the issue or the controversy or the conspiracy, if you will, to the fact that the Rules Committee is going to convene at the beginning of the convention. If there's likelihood or, or a possibility that some shenanigans might take place and actually take it from uh, Mr. Trump and actually give it to another candidate, either Mr. Cruz or third party choice. There are a lot of rumors swirling around about that, and certainly a number of people who've been elected in other states to the Rules Committee. Uh, and let me step back for a second to say that each state and the six districts that make up the RNC are going to send two representatives to the Convention Rules Committee, a man and a woman. So California okay. will have two, Rhode Island will have two. So okay. that's kind of the weighting of how that goes. Um, there have been some rules changes proposed so far, but none of them go to that issue that you just mentioned. The rules changes go to things like staggering the order of the states. People like me, one of the things that I mentioned when I ran for RNC National Committee Woman is, I don't like that some smaller states that are much more homogeneous than California have a very early disproportionate say in who our nominee is. And so I think it ought to be weighted more I agree. and have a round robin so that, yeah. you know, the Western states should get their chance to have a say. As well. Yeah, it's all about Iowa, New Hampshire. Exactly. And and, and uh, Dixville Notch with nine yeah. people uh, and <laughs> yeah, thousand like, reporters there. It's, it doesn't make any sense. It's not a modern system of picking a presidential candidate. Mm -hmm. Well, Harmeet, we appreciate you coming in here. Lisa's doing a phenomenal job. The yeah. audience is filling up here at Golden Hall. If you want to stop by and visit our...
our booth. I keep I keep getting it wrong. It's booth, stage. stage. It's not a studio anymore. We're used to doing the studios, but it's kind of nice to be here in front of a live audience. We've had amazing guests. We're going to be here, Andrea Kay and I, yeah. from 6 to 9 p.m. tonight. And then I know that uh, there's more coverage from KCBQ after the fact. We should be able to... KUSI, our media K partner, KUSI. Right, so KCI will get involved here and we'll start to release some results here soon enough, I imagine. So mm -hmm. no shortage of things to talk about with Andrea Kay and Craig Sewing. Stick around right here on KCBQ. We'll be back with you here in a moment. Intelligence Conservative Talk. This is AM 1170. The answer. Service of Salem Media Group. On the NASDAQ SALM. KCBQ San Diego. Hey, Craig Sewing, your consumer advocate. As you know, on my radio show, we talk a lot about the real estate market. And not just that, what you can do with your home. A lot of questions we're getting these days have to do with solar energy. It's a really hot topic, no pun intended. Solar energy, well, it's good for the earth. People like it for that. But also, it can reduce your electric bill next to nothing. Imagine saving hundreds of dollars every month, thousands a year for however many years you're going to be in the home. Not to mention, when you go to sell your home, isn't it going to be more attractive to a future buyer that they have a smaller payment attached your home. It can be more marketable at that point in time as well. The only problem is there's a lot of companies out there spewing a lot of misinformation, just trying to make money on you. The only company that I recommend for solar is Baker Electric Solar. I know these guys really well. Mike Teresa, a good friend of mine, BakerElectricSolar.com. If you want to call them, free consultation, 800-960-3030. Call them. Learn about the benefits of solar. Baker Electric Solar. These are the guys I trust in solar. Hi, this is David Spoon from the David Spoon Experience on KPRZ, Monday through Fridays, 2 to 4 p.m. And I've got an opportunity for you to save money. If you don't want to save money, stop listening. But if you're interested in saving money from 50 to 90% off of retail, you got to go to crazypricemall.com. They have a variety of products and a variety of services, all for your liking. But you have to go to crazypricemall.com. Check it out. Save some money. Tell me that you like it. We'll all be in this together. And don't forget that on crazypricemall.com, there's the half-price tuition tab. Half-price tuition means that you can have a quality Christian education at half the cost. Now, this is good for your child, your grandchild, your nieces, your nephews, whatever the case may be, 50% off a quality Christian education. You can't say no to that. Only at CrazyPriceMall.com. This program on AM 1170, The Answer, is sponsored by Allied Media Group. You're listening to election coverage on AM 1170, The Answer, live from the Tradeway Election Central booth. Welcome back to the KCBQ live special election coverage. I'm Andrea Kay sitting here with Craig Sewing, and we are broadcasting live from the Tradeway Election Central booth on AM 1170, KCBQ. Doing um, selfies. Yeah, doing selfies and having some fun. I got a, one of the most important issues for me. Y'all know that I talk about this on my show all the time. It's the Second Amendment. Um, it's, and it's, it, I'm like so many gun owners. It's not about, you know, the ability to hunt. It's about the ability to defend myself against bad guys who want to come into my home, which happened to me on a Thanksgiving not too long ago, um, but also about the overreach of a government. Um, but whatever your purpose for owning a gun, we've got to make sure that we have elected officials who are going to protect our Second Amendment. San Diego County gun owners, you need to go to their website. Uh, follow them on Twitter at SD. CGO2A, and they're also, that's Twitter, they're on Instagram at San Diego Gun Owners, they're on Facebook, go to their website, become a member, let's work with them and help make sure 
that we have elected officials that will preserve our Second Amendment. You know who's against the Second Amendment, but she's not being totally honest about it, Craig? Enlighten me. I'm still selfie-eating. Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Hillary Clinton. And it's one reason why I'm absolutely convinced that we need to do absolutely everything we can, even if you're not on board with Trump. Join me in being on board with Never Hillary. And I think our next guest disagrees with me, right, Craig? Well, this one should be interesting. So Hector Gastelum joins us. You are a cruise delegate, cruise supporter, a Never Trump, also a realtor, we've learned, interestingly enough. Uh, but... Um, Let's let's go. So you are a, a cruise guy, never Trump. Enlighten us. What I love about Ted is he sticks to the principles. What makes this country great is not necessarily an autocrat that's, that's, that thinks he has the secret sauce. I loved about Ted, like Andrea was talking about Second Amendment, mm -hmm. but he talks about all the amendments and all the Constitution. But he's not, he's not the nominee or going to be the nominee. Yeah, so what do you do now? So he's out. I, I'm going to campaign against Hillary more than campaign for Trump because I feel, for example, right now, Trump should be hiring and letting his attorneys do the talking for Trump University, and he should be concentrating 100% on his campaign and not trashing this judge. It's hire your attorneys, let them do their job, you concentrate well, I, you on the know, election. He, he might make a slip up, though, but it, when, you, when you don't position for Trump, considering that Cruz is out, isn't that essentially a vote for Hillary? But I'll bring more negative votes for Hillary, so that way I get the best of both worlds. I, I, can, I get my conscience and not supporting him, but absolutely talking about people like Hillary, the, everybody talks about Trump University, nobody in the media is talking about Laureate Education Inc. When Hillary was in the Secretary of State, she funneled 55 million to this university that then they turned around and sent 16 million to Bill Clinton. Hillary, let me, or Hillary. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. no, you did not call me Hillary. Wow. I know wow. you did not call me Hillary. Wow. Loaded. But let me ask you, you, you obviously, you're not a Hillary supporter, Andrea Kay, no. obviously. No. Uh, but, but it's been really interesting through this whole election cycle with, with Cruz, because originally I know that you really liked Cruz. Obviously, he's not in the race anymore. I, I wanted a Trump Cruz ticket. But you, you've been, it, it's just been interesting watching you be pretty supportive of Trump and digging your heels in because there's so many attacks made on him. And I know that through your social media feeds, which I've watched and been a part of, uh, that it's a, a lot of the crews, the, the never Trump people, they, I mean, they've caused you to dig your heels in a little bit more than I think you even had planned going into this election when there are 17 candidates. Yeah, because it, what a lot of people didn't understand is that analysis is not the same as advocacy. So oftentimes I was just providing analysis and also I was balancing the scales as well as correcting the record when I saw things that I thought were a double standard and hypocritical on the part of the crew supporters. For, for, for example, on the flip-flopping, you know, I saw flip-flopping on the part of Cruz. Mm -hmm. I saw that there were some disingenuous comments. I didn't feel like he was entirely honest or, or, or genuine in his positions. It looks like we might have some results. Yeah, we do. So, Hector Gastelum, it's been interesting having you on here as well. We certainly had a diverse amount of opinions uh, so far with us. We've still got more left here on KCBQ till 9 o'clock, and then we're going to continue coverage from there. Craig Sewing, Andrea Kay, live at the Tradeway Election Central booth at Golden Hall. Stick around. We're covering it all night long. We'll be back here in just a moment. Thank you. You're listening to election coverage on AM 1170, The Answer.
Hey, San Diego, did you know that consumers actually have the choice on who they use for title insurance on their real estate transactions? Most people don't even realize this. Well, you most certainly do. And your choice should be Title 365. Title 365 is one of the most well-known names in title and should be your choice for title insurance on your real estate purchase. You're in great hands with Title 365. Local representatives are available to provide you with the guidance you need. Visit KCBQ.com and ask to be connected. Hey, San Diego, Craig Sewing here. One of the things I know very well is real estate. Inman News nominated me for most influential in the space, and I launched a nationwide network built on the timely truths of our real estate market. Look, one of the many relationships you're going to encounter when buying a home or refinancing is who handles the money, also known as the escrow company. When it comes to hundreds of thousands of dollars, or maybe even millions of dollars in a real estate transaction, you can't just use anyone. I trust Oakwood Escrow. These guys and gals are the best in the business, offering trustworthy service, whether you're a consumer or or in the real estate business. Nobody gets it done better than Oakwood Escrow. That's who I'd use and you should too. Visit them at oakwoodescrow.com. That's oakwoodescrow.com. You're listening to Election Coverage on AM 1170, The Answer. Live from the Tradeway Election Central booth. Welcome back to KCBQ's special election night coverage. We are down here at Golden Hall broadcasting live from the Tradeway Election Central booth. I'm just so excited to be here with you all tonight and be sitting here with Craig Sewing. And I'm also proud that San Diego County Gun Owners is um, sponsoring this hour. And they are working to make sure that every elected official is pro-Second Amendment. And we know that Mr. Trump is pro-Second Amendment, isn't he? Oh, most definitely. He's definitely Second Amendment. So... He's more Second Amendment, I think, than anybody around right now. Yeah, well, you Andrea K. Show listeners, you recognize that voice. Yeah, I was going to say, do I, did I just get a lot smoother right there? No, but that, that's the... No, that's he's got the, a way better radio voice no, than I have. That's the silky smooth. Ernie White, good to have you on the yeah. show, man. Oh, man, it's, it's great to be back. Great to be back. So is, is, give us a description from what you see of, of filling up here. I think Andrea K. have described it enough, but people are getting in here now, right? Explain the uh, energy level. Well, you know, tonight's the night. This is the night that Trump is going to actually officially... Um, grab this campaign and I've been saying that you know before tonight even though they were saying he had the delegates that he needed he still had 95 delegates that uh, basically do not have to go his route so tonight he will actually pick up more than those 95 delegates and easily secure the nomination so it's gonna be up to now the Republican Party the private club that I'm always talking about is going to be up to them to decide if this is going to be their nominee. And I'm telling you right now, if he is not the nominee of the Republican Party, they will be destroyed by the people on the so grassroots. So let's hop on that topic. We haven't really yeah. gone that deep on this specific topic. So what are the options that the Republican Party really has right now? The to, to stop this. The Republican Party, this all, remember this, as I say it all the time, we are a private club, just like the Democrats. They're a private club. What that means is, as a private club, you have bylaws and rules. You can do whatever you want to do. For instance, if you say that Trump is saying something racist because he's talking about a La Raza judge, you can say, you know what? We don't want that guy in our party, in our private club, so we want Paul Ryan. We can just simply do a motion. You know, Mr. Speaker, I motion that Paul Ryan be our nominee. I second that. All in favor. 
lifesaver, I, boom, guess what just happened? Trump is no longer your nominee. It's that fast. So don't believe that just because tonight he's winning the delegates that he has secured the nomination with the Republican Party. It will be up to that Republican Party to give this nominee to the people. They have voted for this nominee. They need to give it to this nominee. If not, I'm telling you right now, the grassroots all across this country will vote every Republican out on every level, and that's including dog catcher. To me, that's the absurdity of this election, that someone that the American people who have clearly stated who they want to be their candidate could possibly be run out by the club. And I think a lot of people are really sickened by that. But what is the real possibility of it actually happening? I mean, you, you study this stuff. What is the percentage and what, what do you think is the, the possibilities of potential outcomes? I really believe that Donald Trump is going to prevail. I believe he's going to become your nominee. But I do believe that they're also thinking about, is there a way that we can replace Donald Trump and somehow save the party. In other words, not totally What would be the process it. to do that, Ernie? All you have to do at the convention floor, simply nominate somebody else. You, all you have to do is say, Mr. Speaker, I motion that we elect Paul Ryan as our nominee. That but Ernie, in 2012, the Romney campaign, they made sure that you had to have an eight-state minimum. That's right. And so, but that's what they're doing. So these are all tricks. We are a club. Again, a private club with all sorts of rules. And you may say, oh, well, you know the rules coming in. Yeah, you know the rules. So it's going to be up to the people, the citizens of this country, to start making sure these private clubs change the rules. A Andrea Cape. Yes. so tonight we've even heard from some of the guests that we have on, people that are... Republican saying that I'm a, a never Trump, but I'll right. but I'll work against Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Right? You've heard that. Yeah. So I mean, are are these the people that are in the camp of I would do whatever it takes to get somebody at that convention that could replace Donald Trump and go against the will of the American people? I mean, is that what people are saying when I they're like, there, I'm not Trump, but I'm not Hillary? I, I think there I think there is. I don't think all. I don't think we should ever speak about any group, you know, in terms of monolithic, you know, type of, you know, stereotyping. But I certainly think there are a lot of people in that camp that are so um, have a mindset of intellectual superiority on the subject that think that their brand of conservatism is, is more pure than Trump or any of the Trump's it's not even It's not even about Trump. It's about the American people and what they voted but, but you're, for. But you're missing my point. They're almost like liberals who think that they are so much more intellectually superior that they think that they know better than you. They actually think that they're going to do this on your behalf to help you out because you're too stupid right. to think for yourself. Right. And you were too dumb when you went in and voted for Trump. And speaking of Trump, let's get into some a little bit of uh, preliminary uh, As you're getting results. into those numbers, I want to give a visual for our audience. We're live at Golden Hall. Andrea Kay, Craig Sewing here. Don't forget, you can follow us, engage in the conversation, CraigSewing.com. But uh, what do we see right here? We is, see a, it is filling up. We and see we a have contingent a of, Trump, of supporters Trump supporters coming in. We see, and we see about uh, thirty or so Trump supporters waving their uh, banners yeah. pretty proudly right now. And, and I got to tell you what I see. I see you're seeing minorities in I'm that group. I'm seeing minorities. I'm you're seeing, seeing minorities in that group. And what's going to happen is Trump is going to electrify. You can hear the USA. <laughs> yeah. Yes, right. He's going to electrify the minority community. Trump is going to take the whole East Coast. He will destroy Hillary Clinton in a one-on-one -on -one election, but again, will the establishment allow the establishment to be run by Donald Trump? Your nominee for president is also the president of your private club. Yeah, Ernie. let's talk about this group a little bit, Ernie, because I'm looking at that group and I'm not seeing a whole lot of corporate white, you know, collar guys. I'm seeing African Americans. I'm seeing a lot of senior citizens. I am seeing Asians. I am seeing African Americans. That's what I'm seeing in that Trump crowd. The Republican Party said in 2012, Romney lost, which was bad analysis. Romney lost because he didn't win enough Hispanics. 
We need a big tent. There's your big tent right there. And the Republican Party doesn't really want a big tent. What they want is a big vote. They want a big voter turnout, but they don't really want to invite people to this new tent. Donald Trump is inviting people to this new tent. He is going to invite the minority community. He's going to invite the blacks, the whites, the Hispanics, the Asians, everybody. Donald Trump is going to win his presidency if the Republican Party would stand out of the way and let us take this party back. Ernie, assuming he gets through the Republican candidacy and he becomes the GOP candidate, I'm curious who you think his potential VP candidate will be. And and when he goes up against Hillary Clinton, you sound very confident that you believe that he will be the president of the United States. Start with the VP, and then uh, we've talked mostly about the Republican Party, but talk about going up against Hillary. I have no idea who his VP pick is going to be. I really have no idea. When it comes, though, to running against Hillary, when you look at the electorate, you look at the fact that Donald Trump is probably going to start taking places like New Jersey. He's going to take places like New York. He's going to run the East Coast, places like Philadelphia. When you look at those numbers, Michigan possibility, when you look at those numbers, he no longer even needs Ohio and Florida. He only needs one of those. So that is what is dangerous to the Democrats right now. They're looking at all the blue collar states possibly going to the Republicans for the first time because Donald Trump is reaching out to those blue collar workers. They want Donald Trump. So again, we will not have to win all the states anymore. We can actually sweep this election from Hillary Clinton. Wow. Andrea Kay. Ernie, Ernie White, why, coming why. in the third hour, bringing high energy. You Ernie White, thanks for coming in here. Like when we come back, we are going to dive into some of the numbers, give you some updates there. Craig Sewing with Andrea Kay live at Golden Hall at the Tradeway Election Central booth. Coming back here with you in just a moment. You're listening to election coverage on AM 1170, The Answer. Hey, San Diego, Craig Sewing here. Look, one of the things that nobody likes to hear is that they got bugs in their home. Almost all California homes have some sort of bug or termite problem. It's not a cool thing to have bugs running around your house, so I'm going to help you get rid of them. I want you to connect with Lloyd's Pest Control. These are our good friends at the Craig Sewing Show. They can help you. They've been in business putting bugs out of business since 1931. They'll do a free inspection for you. If you want to get your biggest investment checked out, make sure there's not bugs or termites, go to LloydPest.com. That's LloydPest.com. Com and get a free inspection of your real estate today. Are you intimidated by the world of investing? I'm Pastor David Mitchell, founder of Tradeway. We're here to help you break down the confusing world of finance so that you can understand it. Tradeway isn't your typical Wall Street investment advisory firm. We keep it fun, simple, and personal from day one. We offer our students a powerful education on how to trade in the U.S. stock and options market, coupled with sound investment advice, and all from our family business. We're here to help you reach your biggest goals through taking small steps. And that first step is attending our next two-day training event called Step One, Start Your Journey. Join us and bring your family. Coming to the Doubletree by Hilton San Diego Mission Valley, June 24th and 25th. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. Your home should be a place that you love coming to. Hi, I'm Nikki Klug, interior designer, and there is nothing I enjoy more than helping San Diegans live in homes that they fall madly in love with. I've helped hundreds of homeowners experience a sense of luxury, rejuvenation, and inspiration in their everyday lives. If you need help creating a home that you love, please visit me online at NikkiKlugDesign.com or call me at 619-948-7173. 
You're listening to Election Coverage on AM 1170, The Answer. Live from the Tradeway Election Central booth. Welcome back to KCBQ's special election night coverage. We are live from Golden Hall. I'm Andrea Kay, sitting here with my buddy Craig Sewing, and we're pleased that this that tonight's um, show is brought to you in part by San Diego County Gun Owners. They are the organization, the PAC, that is making sure they are vetting every... Tonight we're talking about election results. We've got a lot of people running for office. They're the organization that vets them to make sure that they are pro-Second Amendment. So you're going to want to follow them on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and become a member. This is an issue that's really, really important to me. A lot of results starting to come in. Do we have any numbers on anything, yeah, at least so Hil- any that matter? Hillary Clinton is crushing Bernie Sanders. The one I'm really looking closely at, I mean, Donald Trump, obviously, but the one I'm really looking closely at is the 52nd District of Congress. That's where Denise Gitsum, who I endorsed today, uh, is up on Jackie Atkinson. The winner of that will go up against Scott Peters. Uh, we have we have a ton of numbers here. What, do we what do have anything on the mayoral race? I mean, I think it's. Probably, I'm, I'm trying to flip through all of these things as quickly um, as possible. We had about can. 920 people running for U.S. Senator to replace Barbara Boxer. No kidding. Which is good and bad. I mean, I love the idea that that uh, average citizens versus career politicians can throw their hat in the ring. But it really waters things down because my pick actually uh, for U.S. Senator was <clears throat> Tom DeBacaro. And it looks like, at least preliminarily, he's not going to end up in the top two. Um, because we've got all these situations. you got to be at 50 plus one, right? You know what's really interesting when you look out in the crowd at Golden Hall here uh, tonight? The public, it was open up to the public at 7 o'clock, right? Yeah, 7 yeah. o'clock. Uh, it's slowly but surely filled in. There's a group of about 30 to 40 Trump supporters that came in. That's probably the biggest group mm-hmm. of supporters that we've seen as a collective group. I mean, is right. that a fair statement? It is. Now the, the room's about half full. Everybody's attention seems to be on the scoreboard, so to speak, and uh, pretty fascinating. Well, we have a guest here, Chad Peace. Chad joins us. We've had just an, an, an amazing lineup uh, of guests that we've pulled from the crowd here today. There's also coming up to us here uh, pretty soon uh, Juan Hidalgo, who's running for 51st District of Congress. He's been on the American Dream, my TV show recently, so we'll get him up here as well. I believe these, Denise Gitsum uh, will be up here, but Chad Peace, good to have you here. Hey, thanks for having me. All right, let it rip, man. So you're on a, an initiative. Let's hear about it. Yeah, the initiative's pretty simple. It's We we say we have a primary election today, and most simply, our, our initiative says, well, it should function as a primary, meaning we should have a general election after it. So the initiative would simply say you can't win an office in June by winning 50% plus one. You should have to compete in the general election like everybody else when the most people are paying attention, when we have time to talk about the candidates and the issues. And it's really just a way to make sure we have time to, to pay attention and talk about issues. Oh, and now, right. now I, Who I do we got coming in? We have, uh, well, it's the same group of Trump supporters, but they are They're surrounding they're, somebody. They're surrounding, uh, I'll leave their station name out of it, but they're, yes. so, they're, they're surrounding another station and. They've quieted down. So it's starting to get pretty pretty lively down at Golden yeah, Hall. I like it. It doesn't look like it's going to end up, fortunately, going as lively as like well, what we saw in San Jose. I like, I like it to be vigorous. You know how I am. I like vigorous debate, but I like to keep it civil at the same time. One of the first things we talked about going into the radio show here today, the live coverage, was that... that, that 
people are angry. And they are. Donald Trump Rightfully. has tapped into that vein of anger. Mm -hmm. Now, whether you like Trump or not, the, the anger is very real. People are angry about politics. They're angry uh, about the media. They're angry about political correctness. And it's, it's certainly, in many cases, something that you can appreciate. You've seen uh, mm -hmm. high voter turnout. You've seen a lot of people engaged that maybe necessarily wouldn't have been before. But obviously, we've seen some things get pretty ugly recently, like you saw in San Jose. Yeah. And uh, so far, none of that tonight, right? Right. But well, the, the night is young. And there is a bar out there. So this 51, <laughs> this 51, 50 plus 1%, uh, tell us again what, what you're going to do. Why is this important? So it would make it so that you can't just win the election in June by getting 50% plus one. I think you know part of the sentiment that you're hearing is, this rule actually protects incumbents, for example, because they have such high name ID. They're, they're in the news. They're always being talked about. Should incumbents be protected? Well, I think the 50% plus one at least allows, forces the incumbents or whoever it is to actually have a public discussion with the voters when most people are paying attention. A lot of voters don't even know there's an election today, let alone that the election can actually end today if somebody wins. And that was a yeah. point that Larson was making earlier when yeah. we had him on the show, that getting closer to that date is, is would be... You know, a, a more modernistic approach to the election. Chris, where can people get information on your website? You can go to independentvoterproject.org or ivn.us is our news website. ivn.us. That's correct. All right, man. Appreciate you stepping in here. Enjoy the rest of the night. It looks to be a looks to be a good one. All right. Thanks All right, so man, much for having me. Thanks. Um, in terms of the propositions, when you go to vote. Do you like really read? What, I, I got to be honest. What I do with the propositions, I look to see if they have keywords like invest. Like programs, things that going to tell me it's going to cost me and the taxpayers some monies, and then they get a big fat no because you know what? I like Dan McAllister, I like what he's doing with the property taxes, but they got enough of our dang money. Am I wrong? You, you know that's um, that's an interesting question that you raised because earlier today we were producing my TV show, The American Dream, and I was very nice, rushed. Nice way to plug. You like that? It's on 10:30 uh, a.m. Channel Four. Of course, it's at craigsewing.com, like awesome. our social media and everything else. Awesome. No, but but uh, honestly, I was rushing to get to our show, but I'm not going to be someone who doesn't vote, right? right. So I, I find a, a voter poll, I, I go in, I'm incredibly rushed to do it, and I'm cruising through some of these initiatives. Some of them I know, some of them that I don't. I, I know what I'm there to do, and there's specific people that I want to I want to fill in the bubble. Right. And, you know, I'm, I'm a national politic guy, and, and so yeah, are you. Now, now, certainly we're both vested here. We're in San Diego, and mm -hmm. we're interviewing people here locally. But a lot of these issues are, are, are national issues. And when I see the things on the ballot that I don't necessarily recognize, if I don't have a, a, a valid enough opinion, you don't have to vote, right? Right. But on the ones where you can see they want more money, yeah. we, 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 the state of California wants more money. It's, see, I'm, I'm a free market kind of guy. And so as we, as I went into that voter poll today, some got left blank. Some were obviously free market principles. And I, I got my vote, and I hope you did as well. So we are live at Golden Hall. It is definitely filling up now. If you want to stop by, uh, we'll be here for pretty much the remainder of the evening. But make sure you stay tuned in to KCBQ. You're listening to Andrea Kay and Craig Sewing at the Tradeway Election Central booth. Right, and this hour is brought to you by San Diego County gun owners. They make sure that every elected official is vetted beforehand because we want to make sure that we've got elected officials that are pro-Second Amendment. And... I am so thrilled and so excited at this next guest who is here.
So should we just skip the commercial break? I think and we go need to, to because guest? you know we gotta grab this woman while we have her. I am so thrilled. I'm about to jump across Craig and give her a big hug because hey, I that cannot is a believe good problem for me in to the have. middle of the biggest <laughs> media day ever. She was on Fox News. I don't at least she's on Fox like ten million times every day, all the shows, never misses a beat, articulates conservatism better than anybody that I've ever seen, and looks amazing each and every time. It's none other than Dr. Gina, host of America Trends TV. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. So are you comfortable just jumping into a show like that? You've Heck yeah. TV 100%. And radio yeah, you're yeah 100%. Well, especially when it's you guys, because I feel like it's good friends, and I love right. your audience, and I'm part of your audience, so yes. I feel like we all listen to you together. And so, yeah, this is awesome. This is my first time. Yeah. It, well, um, let's get right into it, Trump. Yeah. And <laughs> the judge. There you go. And let's the big right controversy of the day. The big controversy of the day. Has yeah, there, so many, has there so ever many. been one word that you could drop and it and it opens up a conversation? Let's get right into it, Trump. I mean, <laughs> I mean Paul Ryan comes out today and says his idea of united the party is to call Trump a racist. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about racism because there is one big racist involved here, Andrea, and you know this. Uh, it is the judge. He has on his website cited the National Council of La Raza. This is true. He has an affiliation there. The, the La Raza, this is, this is an organization that is a Marxist front group. They, um, they are racist at their core, right? They advocate hurting police officers mm -hmm. uh, in their literature. And we're t calling Donald Trump a racist. Why again? Because I'm not really getting that and then you have uh, an entire media covering up the very fact that this judge when he could have appointed any right mm -hmm. any uh, uh, law firms to uh, to to take up this case and he drops one that was pretty impartial and employs two who have given more than six hundred and fifty thousand dollars to Hillary Clinton why is there no conversation about this at all? Yeah, there absolutely should be. And 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 I heard on Hannity's show today, which you do a, an amazing job when you fill in, by Thank the you. way, I heard a great comment today, and it was that if we didn't have a problem with judges being impartial and, and advocating it and legislating from the bench, then why would we have to be so concerned with who the nominees are for the Supreme Court? That's we know they're activists. Here's what's beautiful, Andrea. Let's just put a bow on this beautiful package, because this is what I love. Trump's playing chess while the rest of us are playing checkers. And here's what is just happening. In one election cycle, before this man has even been elected president, he has in one shot taken down the establishment Republicans, the establishment Democrats, right? The establishment media, and now he's going for the activist judges. How beautiful. I mean, there were 17 that? candidates yeah. that Donald Trump ran through one by one. On the on the on the issue with the judge. Do you think that it makes sense for him to get caught into these conversations? To me, I, I feel like the more that we pay attention to Trump University, which to me is just nonsense, I think it's a, a non-issue and even drawing any attention to it doesn't do him any good. Do you think it's a political mistake to get caught up and be doing interviews or to move past it? You know, here's what I will say. Not about to that. say not to say that anything he's doing that has been conventional or conven <laughs> right. conventional wisdom is thrown out the window. It's so. gone. And that's and that's exactly what I was gonna say to you is that I, I have stopped ever trying to predict what I think right. is good because he breaks all the rules. He plays by nobody's old fashioned uh, political consultant playbook, which is the one by the way that I played by my whole life too, as mm -hmm. the wife of a state senator and all the rest. Um, so so let me say this. 
I don't understand his motives, but a lot of times when he's doing something, when he's teeing something up for a hole in one, I am looking at the trees. So I just, right. I figure I'm looking at another tree here and he's going to hit a hole in one and I'm just going to be this observer shaking my head again going, wow, he really is genius. He has really business. seemed to shake things off. If, if I had to say why I think he came out and said that and maybe even dug his heels in a little bit, we're coming off these rallies now that are getting much more aggressive from the left. You have Mexican flags being waved. You have signs uh, saying, make America Mexico again. Now yeah. women are being egged. Yeah. I mean, it's getting really ugly. And you hear people say that these are, these are hired people, right? If they were hired, I would think that it would be Trump's campaign hiring them because they do more for Trump than they do That's for Hillary Clinton and, and Bernie Sanders. But I, I wonder as as have people, I mean, I watch those clips and it gets infuriating to mm -hmm. the point where I can't even watch them. I have to yeah, disengage yeah. Uh, from them. And I wonder if, if he's maybe trying to shift a little bit and, and make that attack and, and use a little bit stronger language that would usually backfire because people are getting more and more angry at some of the things they're seeing on TV, some of the things happening at the rallies, the, the waving of the Mexican flags. It just, to me, I think maybe he's he's now set his sights on that topic and I don't know. I, well, I, mean, don't. I mean, you have to look at his initial comment, which never said, by the way, that Mexicans were rapists or murderers. He said some of the people coming the here illegally, uh, you know, might be criminals. And we all know that's a fact. If you like Steinle. Hello, yes, dead woman. And there are a lot of Kate Steinleys out there, by the way, that don't ever get national press, and I don't were, know why. I, there were, I think it was, I don't remember the stats, but there have been hundreds of thousands of rapes of children alone. Not even counting yes. murders. Yes. Yes. So, so the bottom line is he was right. That they do sometimes send their criminals here mm -hmm. from Mexico. That is true. Not that all people who come here from Mexico illegally are criminals. We all get that. Here's the point. He was at 4% when he made that statement. He was at 20% within two weeks of making that statement. That's because Americans are fed up. And even when he's clumsy, and Craig, you're right, even when he says things in a way that aren't by the rules and, and aren't uh, in the playbook, even then... He still is, American people look at him and go, he's not a packaged plastic politician. Thank God we're so tired of him. Right, no, I, I understand the, the vein of anger that he struck with people. And he brought an issue that people weren't really talking about or political correctness was having them avoid, avoid the issue. But the way that the media can frame the narrative and exploit it is, is beyond comprehension because you're right, he didn't sit necessarily say those things. He also didn't say we should ban all Muslims. He was making that argument when we were in the refugee crisis and trying to get a handle on who's coming in and who's not. But the way the media was able to sway that was uh, he's against Mexicans, he wants to ban all Muslims, and right. now, now we're back to this against Mexicans things because of the judge statement, which I, I, I look at it and I, I think he could he could probably frame his, be a little more tactful, you know. Well, but, I think he could, I think he should be a little bit more clear in terms of the judge's background instead of just talking about the fact that he, you know, has a Mexican heritage. Talk about his ties to La Raza and the way that, yeah. that Gina just did. And the time that we have left, we still have. Tonight, Trump is like 77% of the state of California genius presumptive nominee. We still have these never Trump people refusing to support Trump. We had a guy on, we had, we had two people up here tonight. An elected official. That, one we, was pro Cruz. We have a city councilman. official that said that What he, are your thoughts? Uh, just uh, so they're pro-Hillary, they're always Hillary. That's because, what I said. Because I want them to just be honest about it. Let's be authentic here. We are talking about Supreme Court 
judges, right? We may be talking about one, two, three, four, five Supreme Court judges could theoretically happen under the next administration. We don't know the future, but one is too many. Right. We're talking about dead babies. We're talking about abortion on demand. We're talking about late-term abortion on demand and the newest push by your friends at Planned Parenthood, who, by the way, do sell uh, baby parts. Uh, the, the latest push is to say that, well, there's really no distinction. So how about after birth? Yeah. And so how far are they going to take this? If you are really on the side of the never Trumpers, you are on the side of the always Hillary. That means you don't want God in your platform. That means you don't give a flip about Israel. It means it means a lot of things. So let's just be really honest about what these never Trumpers are really saying. Let's have them just flip over and be for Hillary, and, and we'll be done with them. Because, yeah, be because at this point, what they are doing flies in the face of the voters who have spoken. And that's what makes me mad. Dr. Gina, tell us about your show. Yeah, my show is America Trends. I know you've been on it, but not when I was there. Been we need to have show. you on when I'm there. And of course, Andrea is my go-to girl for guest hosting, and uh, she's I think going to be guest hosting tomorrow night again. My audience absolutely loves you, Andrea. And anyway, we're on every night at 7 o'clock with a 10 o'clock Eastern news show on the U2 America primetime lineup. And we just went up on, oh gosh, I want to say Bravo, but that's not it. It's the, ah, the thing you do with your phone. When and you, you have this much going you on, do. you don't even remember it all. She's, she's on books, so much media. I can't even believe we just went up on a whole so, new big thing. So Her book is exciting. what women really want. What women really want. She knows. She, right? <laughs> Andrea, find out and tell you tomorrow yeah, night. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so I, I have uh, my own studio here in San Diego, and we have a, a pretty fancy green room that's got flat screens all over it. And I can't tell you how many times I'm sitting there using I know, right? green room as like an office. And I look up, and you're you're everywhere. You're on, on national Business. stories. I mean. How does she not run out of steam? She's in San Diego. I could, I, that does not look like a green screen. I really think she's there. You're active on social media. I hope people that uh, they do follow you, we appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, it's real Dr. Gina on social media. I love to stay in touch with your audience. And like I said, I'm a big fan of both of you. Listen all the time and, uh, and uh, just look forward to a long, enlightened relationship yes. with you guys talking about all the great stuff happening in our Anything country. Anything you want to say, Bo? What? Do you want to say anything? Come on, let it rip, man. Great opportunity here. Vote for Trump. Oh, there All you right. go. Let's Thanks for having me, guys. Right, oh, and I'm going to be on Fox Business here coming up in about half hour. Awesome. In the post-election. Oh, okay. Uh, we'll be sure to stuff. Yeah. We well, we're going to be around. Andrew K. so far, so good. We, uh, we have Take about 30 break. minutes left on our three. Yeah, we got to do that. I haven't even used the restroom yet. How good am I? Oh, you've been so good. Take a quick break. All right, so we got to go to break right now. Uh, we will be back in probably 60 seconds. Okay. Uh, you're listening to Craig Sewing Show with Andrea Kay, who is with me all the time. If you want to follow either of us on social media, not tough to find us, Andrea Kay or Craig Sewing. We'll be back with you live at Golden Hall at Tradeway Election Central Booth on KCBQ The Answer. Back in a minute. You're listening to Election Coverage on AM 1170 The Answer. Hey, San Diego, Craig Sewing here. Look, one of the things that nobody likes to hear is that they got bugs in their home. Almost all California homes have some sort of bug or termite problem. It's not a cool thing to have bugs running around your house, so I'm going to help you get rid of them. I want you to connect with Lloyd's Pest Control. These are our good friends at the Craig Sewing Show. They can help you. They've been in business putting bugs out of business since 1931. They'll do a free inspection for you. If you want to get your biggest investment checked out, make sure there's not bugs or termites, go to LloydPest.com. That's LloydPest.com. Dot com and get a free inspection of your real estate today. 
Hi, my name is Kalyan Pokola, and I'm the owner and founder of Pokola Law. My law firm separates itself from the pack by catering exclusively to small business owners and providing them with that personal touch that they deserve. When you call me, you get me, not an associate or a secretary, just me. From incorporating your business to drafting contracts, helping you bring on a partner or two, trademarking and copywriting your work, and even litigation if it's absolutely necessary to protect your business's interests, Pokola Law can be your one-stop shop for all of your small business's legal needs. Schedule your initial consultation today and mention that you heard me on AM 1170 and I'll credit our first meeting toward any legal work we've discussed. You can reach me by phone at 844-695-1487 or at pokalalaw.com, P-O-K-A-L-A law.com. The information contained herein is for information purposes only and should not be misconstrued as legal advice on any subject matter and does not create an attorney-client relationship. For your consultation, call 844-695-1487 or visit pokalalaw.com. You're listening to Election Coverage on AM 1170, The Answer, live from the Tradeway Election Central booth. Welcome back to KCBQ's special election night coverage right here live from Golden Hall. I'm Andrea K. sitting here with Craig Sewing. We are broadcasting live from the Tradeway Election Central booth, and this hour is also brought to you by San Diego County gun owners. They help us make sure that we have elected officials who are pro-Second Amendment. Are you having fun, Craig, still? Uh, you know I am, and we got a lot of signs coming up on us. Uh, we have... We've had a pretty decent crowd all night here. It's it's continuing to fill up at Golden Hall, but we yeah. got Juan Hidalgo, who I understand is having a pretty good night. Welcome to the show, man. Thank you very much, and we are having a good night so far, and it's going to be a great night. So, Juan, you've been on the American Dream multiple times, which is my TV show, where we, we really want to give you and anyone running for office, authors, politicians, anyone who's got a, a positive message to give out, we want to give you the opportunity to speak. And so you've been on a couple times leading up to tonight. Sure. And one of the things that I really thought was great about you as a candidate is you are seemingly pro-business uh, and you are there to support the vets. You've also served in the military yourself. So thank you so much for your service. And it looks like from the numbers I've seen in the crowd that we have here, anyone here for Juan Hidalgo? Woo! We got some go. shouts out there. All right. <laughs> Oh, the wow. right one. What have I the started? The right one. I love it. <laughs> you awesome. got some good, good supporters good out there. Good for you, man. Well, I've, uh, I've appreciated getting to know you. Uh, uh, we, we certainly um, agree on a lot of topics. Uh, tell us about the night, man. Big day for you. Hey, tonight's all about uh, just pushing forward. We're gonna, we've done a great job. I have a great team. And it's really shown that the American people, the people of the 51st Congressional District are tired. They want a leader and uh, we're gonna give them true, proven leadership. So the 51st District, can you explain to our audience where that is? Yeah, the 51st District starts up on Alcohol Boulevard. It moves down through Imperial, uh, to Imperial Market, Euclid, Federal Area. It goes down through uh, Logan Heights, Shelltown, National City, Chula Vista, Imperial Beach, San Isidro, all the way to Imperial Valley, which I was just out there yesterday. And it does stay, once you get to National City, it stays west of the 805. So that's the biggest areas. You, you do have uh, a very, it's a great district. And the reason I know it so well, this guy grew up there. Yeah. I grew yeah. up in National City, California. So when I retired, and I just retired, and I'm a combat veteran, as you said. Awesome. I just retired in October, and we announced our candidacy in November. Just this past November? That's right. And we said, you know, because people encouraged me to run, and I said, you know what? We After a lot of prayer, because I'm not politically correct, you're going to hear that because I believe in Jesus, and I'm going to tell you, I'm not afraid to tell that. And after a lot of prayer, my family and I said, we'll jump into this. Why? For continued service to our country. Thank tell you for about, your service. Tell us about your biggest issues. 
the biggest issues and our, our priorities. And again, I like to tell people that the fact is I didn't just make these up. I got out there and I hit the road and hit the ground and started talking to the people of the, of the district. And what they told me was the things, there were three reoccurring things that kept coming up and that was jobs, education, and our military. And our military really talking about not just the important uh, service member in their families, but national security. So, I mean, our job right now, if I was to tell you that you're going to help me get into Congress and we're going to get into Congress and there's a 17.5, which there is right now, and in four years from now, I tell you that's my priority. And I said four years from now, it's the same 17.5. I think you would say I'm a failure, would you not? Yeah. Okay, guess what? Four years ago, it was 17.5. Guess what it is today? 17.5. Mm -hmm. So it's time to get a better, the right one in Congress. What's the, the right rest one. Of night, what's the rest of the night look like for you, Juan? Oh, geez, here we go again. <laughs> you got him going. <laughs> So, so what's it. the rest of your night look like? It looks good. Uh, and, and I, I didn't finish, but education is important. Yep. And like I said, I'm not there. Education, we have only 68% of our kids are graduating high school. That, that's just not wrong. Good. We yeah. can do much better. That's almost 20 points below the national average. We got to do better through competition. And our military has been systematically dismantled over the last seven and a half years. We have to build it because I believe in strength, through peace, through strength. And our good, awesome, young warriors deserve first-class treatment and care, and they're just not getting it. And we need someone that's going to get in there and fight for them. They're going to we need someone that's going to win, fight. Oh, yes, we have our first win. Our first heckler. Guy, yes. I, for oh, the American man. people. That's right. Yeah, we definitely don't, need. Don't, nothing's, don't, nobody's don't you still, love somebody that runs up, I know. swears at you, and yeah. then runs away? Coward. You know what? Juan, you're a coward. Juan has dealt with cowards before, right, Juan? <laughs> you know, they don't phase me. No, yeah, you're oh, you're completely nonplussed. See, I, like, I wish for things like that to happen, <laughs> and when they do, I'm too slow to even realize what just went down. But anyway, there's some he, obnoxious he's not people even out there. You, you, hey, if you're not bothering some people, if you don't That's have right. haters, you're doing something yeah. wrong. Juan Hidalgo, 51st District uh, Representative. It looks like you're having a good night. Good luck with the rest tonight, and uh, we'll be talking to you soon, my thank friend. Thank you very much, And my thank friend. you so much thank for your you. service. God bless you. Appreciate God bless you, too. Uh, here we go again. All right. Well, coming up Kate. next, I think we have John Rennison with us, right? Or um, is it John Rennison we have with here, us? Here's what I do know. Oh, wonderful. Here, here's yeah. what I do know. What do you know? Tonight we came in here, and we, we had a lot of things we are going to dive into. We are going to get on some philosophical issues. We haven't gone to any of those because it no. seems from Golden Hall, there's amazing people here. There's amazing energy. I know. I love and we've it. just been bringing in these influential people. We've got a variety of opinions from Democrats, yeah. Republicans, hardcore liberals, anti-Hillary, anti-Trump, pro-Trump. So I feel like we've done a pretty good job of getting people up here that uh, give a diverse message to this show. And needless to say, the content has been pretty easy for us. Yeah, very easy for us. Um, I, uh, well, look who we have out there. To give a little bit, we haven't really updated uh, the listeners in terms of the crowds. You know, we've, yeah, we've talked a lot about uh, the controversy going on with Trump, and we've got uh, someone holding up a sign, American Latinos for Trump. My next guest, though, is, is no stranger to the Andrea K. Show Let's listeners. talk business. Let's talk, just, just yeah, the, the business of uh, election night, because my good buddy, Kalyan Pokola, actually posted a picture on social media uh, with a candidate that wasn't of my choice, but I love you anyway, Kalyan. Yeah. How is your gal doing, Kamala Harris? Right now, she looks like she'll probably be ahead. You know, it's still going to be a it's going to be a runoff. The weird thing in California is that they just take the two top people and they put them in a primary 
they have them run against each other in November for the U.S. Senate seat. So it could be two Democrats running against each other or two Republicans. But the odds are it's going to be Kamala Harris, who's the front runner, and one of the other uh, yeah. Democratic candidates. Who's I, think we, I think we need to change the system because we've got like 900 people running for that seat and we're going to end up possibly with two Democrats because we're only taking the top two. Doesn't really seem to make sense to me, but... It's a meritocracy. It, I think it's even yeah. better than before. Are you having fun here tonight, though? It's highly entertaining. Is it? That is, this is my first time at Golden Hall. Is it yours? It is. Do you know that this used to be... They used to play basketball here? No! For who? The San Diego Conquistadors played here as an ABA team coached by Wilt Chamberlain. Oh, my Random goodness. fact of the day. I know. In by Kalyan, just drop the mic with that one. All Basketball right. used to be played here. Well, we've we've got we're gonna have to leave it there with you, Kalyan, because we've only. Can you believe we've almost finished with three hours? We've got like it's, ten minutes left. Is yeah, all we've you got. Know, it's, been, it's been fun to watch this whole thing unfold. As we got here at six o'clock tonight, of course, I was we'll just say fashionably late. I was getting phone calls from Casey. Uh, yeah, I just want to take the like, listeners. Where's Craig? I was you should, my you should see the funny, nervous. funny Ted Cruz. Google Ted Cruz hunting photos. Highly entertaining. <laughs> huh. What happened? He's talking about, he, he's suggesting Google Ted Cruz hunting photos. I've been oh. talking a lot about Second Amendment, oh, yes. oh my God. which is like my big issue. He's in He's in By the, the way, war paint. I mean, it, there's yeah. nothing funnier. It I, will make your evening. I need, right, it, well, I need to you. check that out. We've got right. a lot of entertaining. Anyway, call you on Pokola from Pokola Law. Thank you, sir. Yep. Thanks, Thanks for, for being here. All Love right. You. Andrea, I, yes. don't, I don't feel any need to go to break. No. We've got 15 no, minutes left on the show, so let's just continue to chat if we get anyone brought up here. Oh, we do. Our next guest is John Renison for State Senate. Hi there. Scooch on over here. Get on the microphone. Thank you. Been right here. Tell us, tell us about yourself. All right. John Renison. Hop in, John. How are you? Hey. Nice right, to meet right. You. What is it? The frying pan into the fire? What's the from expression? The, from the, I don't know. Sit down and grab a mic. Yeah. <laughs> Every, everything goes here tonight, including, uh, we had a heckler, man. That was... That was like the one thing I was hoping for. See, I, bear, I know, and he ran off like a coward. We didn't even have a chance to debate. Maybe anyway, he's heard my show. For the most part, the uh, the audience has been pretty lively. I mean, I've, I've seen supporters from just about everywhere. The uh, I, I think we've controlled the audience, right, Andrea K? Yeah, yeah, we control them. All right, so so John, you tell us about you. Yes, sir. Uh, John Renison, uh, Republican candidate running for 39th State Senate District, uh, which runs from uh, Coronado all the way up to Del Mar, Solana Beach area. Oh, the awful parts of San Diego. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, yep. the, the awful coastline. Yep. <laughs> no, it's beautiful. Uh, absolutely love it. All the way to the I-15, some parts of Poway in Rancho Bernardo. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a resident of Coronado. Uh, this is my first run for I hate for you, office. by the way, because ah, I love yeah, it's like, man. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, you're and not I live the only one. Yeah, so uh, always been in business, always been busy uh, creating jobs for my community, both here in San Diego and so, in Imperial County. So, so then why, why run for office? Because, honestly, because I want to keep Tony Atkins, the uh, assemblywoman, from, you know, getting our state Senate seat. I think our state, California, is just too liberal. Thank um, you. I have... What's the most daughters. important issue to you? Most important issue is business, bringing business sense back to California. I'm against the increase in minimum wage. Uh, Why? Why? That's because, a real big issue. Because I think it's not the solution to solve our, our, our business climate. What is? Our, our, the solution is lowering the cost of living here in the state of California. You know, just, just just our fuel prices are skyrocketing. They're the worst in the entire country. And you know why? Because they have to go through two refinery uh, systems. So, let, so let me, let it's a two-step so, process. There's, there's really two reasons that I believe that we are losing jobs to other states. Right. 
what you just referenced, the cost of living. Cost of living. And also taxation. Cost of living, well, it's kind of a good thing that it's expensive to live here because it's supply and demand and people want to live in America's finest city. So right. it, to me, in a free marketplace, it's always going to be more expensive to live here. Uh, but on the, on the tax front, the people that run businesses, you're an entrepreneur. Yes. So you've built businesses, you've created jobs. The highest tax rate that we have for individuals here is what, 35% on a federal level, you have 13% on a state level. If you buy a hamburger, you're paying seven plus percent, plus all the knick-knack, paddywhack taxes yes. that exist. People are getting taxed at about 60% of their income, and you have governors like Rick Perry, who have come, he's not the governor anymore, but have come run commercials and tried to pull jobs. You have businesses like Burger King who are doing tax inversion, just trying to move uh, their, their, their offices into other parts of the world where the corporate tax is lower. So how do you address okay. the taxes? So, 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 so uh, All right, we're, we're, we're finally running into the Trump We're crowd. being yeah. surrounded. Um, Are you supporting Trump? If he's, if he's our nominee, yes, I will. Uh, it doesn't I'll be the first one to agree or disagree with anything he says, mm -hmm. um, you know, because I go against the current. I go against the status quo. But if uh, if he says something that's out of line and I disagree with, even though he's our dominee and I support him, I'll say it, you know, straight up. That is. Uh, that's kind of how I am. I'm an equal opportunity I mean, yeah, criticizer. Yeah, exactly. I feel we've got freedom of speech. Anyone like but crooked Hillary. Thank yeah. you. Anyone? Yay! Oh, Anyone but crooked Hillary. <laughs> Who wants to deny you your I, Second Amendment I, I, right? I just, or Bernie? I, I, or Bernie? Right? It, it's just. You guys aren't feeling the burn. They ain't feeling the burn. <laughs> that, oh, we've got man. veterans for Trump. We've got. Ooh, quite a few veterans You know, it's interesting Trump. to describe the audience to those who are listening at home or, or, or driving around. It, it, Golden Halls is pretty empty around 6 o'clock or so, and now uh, it's about three-fourths filled, and, and there's been a Trump group that's about 30 to 40 uh, individuals. They're all dressed and uh, very diverse, men, women, African-American, old, young, so interesting group, but probably the biggest, most vocal group. Yeah. Juan Hidalgo's group right. is actually pretty pretty big. You know what big. I like about you, John, before we have to say goodbye? I, I think like we're encouraging I like them now. We need to stop man. looking at them. Thank I like you. that you're a businessman you. and an outsider. You're not a career Thank politician. Thank you. You do know what it takes to run a business and to, and to employ people. We need more of you. Yes, ma'am, I office. do. I appreciate it. I appreciate your words. Thank, Thank you very you much. Thanks, Thank you very much for your time. All right, take Thank care. Thank you so much. All right, Andrea Kay. So in the few, the few minutes we have remaining, we have Greg Cox. Greg Cox. He's going to be joining us. Right, so he'll be joining us. Um, he is a supervisor, county supervisor. All right. Well, I guess well, Andrew he's not. Andrew if you and I have not learned how to wing it by now and having radio careers and television careers, then uh, we were not the right people for it's this job. It's almost kind of nice. Although I got to tell you, I kind of had hoped that we could have a little time at the end to kind of go over some election results, like the propositions and you know what? Here's the thing. Things. things are going to unfold. You're going to see who won at some point in time tonight or tomorrow. Uh, what I'd like to do in wrapping this up, I, I am pleasantly surprised by the the different guests that we had on here today, the difference of opinions. We had a guy who hated Trump, a guy who loved Trump, a, a never Trump. It seems like Trump is always a topic. We talked big government, small government, 
I think that the people that tuned into the show got a, a, you know, a full spectrum of interviews, uh, and I don't think anyone dodged any questions. Even the people that you don't necessarily agree with, at least they were willing to uh, take a stance on things here. So it's been an interesting show. I hate that we're parting ways here soon enough. Uh, Although we've we got our next guest I, I want to introduce because you're from the Registrar of Voters, I understand? I am from the Registrar of Voters, Michael Vu. Well, nice to meet you because I'm glad that you're on because I've been getting some, some disturbing emails from people that are saying that there's been some shenanigans that have been happening around the state of California. What, what, what are you hearing out there? Well, let me tell you what I'm hearing from Jason Miller, who is a radio host himself. You know, basically he's describing that party affiliations are being changed to no party preference, uh, declining to state. Um, so you know that this is a closed election. So if the, if the party preference is changed afterwards, then it means that their vote is null and void. Well, that's not necessarily the case. And here's the, here's the thing is, is that when you have an election like this, a presidential primary election, it only occurs every four years and where the political parties gets to say who gets to vote on their presidential candidates and who doesn't get to vote for their presidential candidates. And so in this election, you had three political parties that said, yes, we're going to allow nonpartisan voters to cross over to our respective ballots if they are nonpartisan. And then you had three other political parties that have closed it off altogether to only those that are registered with their political party. Um, so. When you have a, a situation like that, when it happens every four years, you know there's this difference of who, well, how am I registered to vote with the registrar voters versus what I believe I am in terms of my platform as well as my principles. So you feel confident that, that everything's been on the up and up tonight across the state? Well, well, at least for San Diego County. Well, for San Diego County, let me just say that we do provide all due diligence in terms of everyone's registration form, and we don't make a change to anyone's registration form unless they interact with our office. All right. Anything you want to add to that, Craig, before we get no, to wrap? No, I'm caught up in text and selfies and people tapping me on the shoulder, and so good job. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here and clarifying that. Thank Thanks you for having much. me. Appreciate it. All right. You take care. Uh, Andrea Kay, with the limited amount of time that we do have here, I don't think we're taking any more guests. No, we're we're talk about we're drinking out of a fire hose. Uh, let's let's talk about you and me. We have a few yeah. minutes. You and I, uh, we agree on some things, we disagree on others, but yeah. I think we always come out of the conversations respecting each other's yes. opinion, learning something. What are the most important things to you? We've talked so much to other people today, but Personally I want to know what's or important. Politically, yeah. or both. Whatever you take it wherever you want. I am a conservative, which means to me, and one of the things that bothers me is I'm about individual freedom and responsibility, and I really resented National Review and others at this election cycle trying to define for me what conservatism is because I think that that is antithetical to conservatism because I am supposed to be allowed to be an individual who's free thinking, who can exercise my freedom of speech. I am about individual freedom, individual liberty, and responsibility. That's the core of who I am personally. That's the basis of my po political beliefs. It's why I became a conservative at the age of like 11, even though I come from a long line of Democrats, really big elected officials whose name I won't quote because it's like embarrassing, but that's who I am. Interesting. Who are you? Tell us about you. Okay. So Craig's like pointed to me. Now ask me about me. Sure. We're on radio. They can't see that. <laughs> Is that Bernie Sanders coming up? He <laughs> looks like it, right? He looks like it. But really, what are you about? We know you're a businessman. We know you're successful. We know you're a consumer advocate. Well, I, I don't like to, uh, there's Rafael Castellanos, who I think he's doing pretty well tonight. He's been on the American Dream. He was running for uh, city attorney. City correct? attorney, right. He's a, he's a super guy. Uh, I'll just be honest, he got my vote today. Uh, Interesting, because he had, the, he had the support of some unions, and I'm... 
Well, anyway. I've gotten to know him on a personal level. A lot of people I that like I know him. supported him. So then why? What so, are you about then? So so with, with me, I, I don't like to be labeled anything, right? The When it comes to what I believe in, I believe this is the greatest country on the planet. I genuinely believe that the freedoms we have here are no like unlike any other part of the world. And that doesn't mean there's not other parts of the world that are amazing, but we're Americans. We were born here or we came here as immigrants or our parents did, but we're all here for a reason. It's for that, that word freedom. When the government gets so big and it can't control the money that we, this is our money. The government doesn't make money. The government is taking money from the business person, not just the business person, but the individual, uh, the, the person that's just trying to make their paycheck. But there, the more money is going into the hands of the inefficient government that not only has a $19 trillion debt, has a $19 trillion debt and growing. And so I genuinely believe we're getting to the point of no return from a bigger government, 50% of households being on entitlement. The things that made this country so great, not only are we losing them, we're, we're at the mercy of being overrun by them. And I genuinely yeah. believe that's a problem. When you see that there's political arguments and sequesters and debt ceilings, and they're making force cuts on our military, we have the strongest military, but it gets weaker when we have to force cuts onto them. I believe the war on terror is very, very real. It, it, is. it is something that I think the terrorists, the bad guys, I think that they would love to make 9-11 look like a picnic. And I, yeah. general, I genuinely believe that if we don't get our arms wrapped around this economy, the war on terror, we're going to have some major issues as a country. And, and lastly, in order to get us to where we need to go, we need real leadership. You know, we need a, a country that, that believes in our leader, our commander in chief, first and foremost, everybody that's in Congress. It is a democracy. So a lot of these conversations, though they can be heated, can be healthy. And I want to remind our audience as we go to close here tonight, you might you might argue with your, your friend at the barbecue or your coworker at the water cooler, or maybe even your spouse. Sometimes this stuff can get heated. If you turn on the news and you see a woman getting egged or protesters or all the ugly stuff you're seeing on TV. It can get pretty ugly in a yeah. democracy, but aren't you glad that we are in a democracy? Aren't yeah. you glad that we can have these conversations? Aren't you glad that the war on women in other parts of the world means getting acid thrown on your face after you've been raped just for being a woman? That if you're gay, you're not allowed to be in love in other parts right. of the world without getting your head cut off? That you don't necessarily have a military there that volunteers for you to protect your freedoms? Even though I disagree with the, all the entitlements, you know what? At least we live in a country that if you're unemployed you're disabled or maybe you're just getting older and you need social security we have safety measures in place for you so there's a lot of things we Good need to grief, improve man, upon. run for office well there's a lot of things that we need to get better at as a a country you know media is more fun no, Media, I don't, I have don't to worry know. About things. You know what? I love, that's why you do a show called The American Dream, because you get it. You get it, and you want to help people understand it, and you want to help promote other people who get it and understand it. So and you know I what? thank you so and, much, and, Craig, and for And a big battle do. that I have is with the media. The fact that we have a media that predicates itself on negativity, it absolutely kills me when there's so many things to be positive about in this country. When you have a media that generates its ratings politically off of negativity, but also in pop culture. Look what's happening on, on the things that that our kids watch for entertainment and the Kardashians, we're, we're, our moral fabric is deteriorating and it's concerning. So that is my mission on the American Dream, on the Craig Sewing Show. I appreciate you tuning in with me on this live show here tonight. And of course, Andrea Kay from the Andrea Kay Show yeah. here at Golden Hall with the only station you tune into this stuff, KCBQ.
I know that Andrea wants to give a quick shout out. Yeah, I got to give a shout out to San Diego County gun owners because when you ask me what I'm about, I'm about individual freedom and responsibility. That has to be preserved through the Second Amendment. They make sure that happens. Become a member, join today. I'm going to continue to post their information. Uh, you're going to want to stay tuned because after this, we're going to go to our media partner, KUSI who's already in progress for the rest, and that's where you're gonna find and, out some and more. And one last thing, I wanna thank Tradeway Election Central booth for right. Tradeway sponsoring our booth today. We've had a, an amazing audience, amazing guests. And we gotta so thank Elisa. Goes to we them. gotta and thank Elisa, Elisa Brent, man. The hustler. So we'll be she, posting a lot of amazing. pictures on social Love media. You so much, so girl. stick around, uh, find us there, craigsewing.com. As for me, you're gonna find a lot of great information about me on that, but we gotta go now. Stay tuned for KSI, KUSI, more media coverage here on KCBQ. And uh, we're signing off. Good night, everybody. We did it. Have a great night. This program on AM 1170, The Answer, is sponsored by Allied Media Group.